bet y'all thought we was gone, huh? Yeah, I bet y'all thought we was gone, huh? Well, we're not. We're never gone. We're always here. <laughs> Who's here? I'm here. Jester954, back in the building with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkro Van Damme Mueller. It is I, and I am him. So, yeah, we've it's been two weeks. You know, it's holiday season. I mean, I don't want to make excuses. We we, we go bi-weekly. Yeah, weekly, fuck it. But, yeah. But holiday, we come when we come. Holiday expect us to probably, you know, these holiday weeks expect us to probably, you know, be on bi-weekly. Um, yeah, they get a little bit difficult because, uh, especially with my work. The, the sucky thing is, yeah, like, I'm not even off. Like, I don't even have extra time off, you know? So yeah, I'm with no. you. I'll have one day off for Christmas and one day off for New Year's. And I don't know that you'll even, you know, because unfortunately you're in an industry. Oh, we don't get days off, dog. Yeah. I think we get Christmas, but like Thanksgiving, I was there. New Year's Day, I'll be there. Yeah. I think we get off Christmas. That's about it. Um, But yeah, so we are here and uh, we are excited to be together again. <laughs> we actually saw each other in person today. It was cool. Yeah, we hung out for a little while. And then uh, uh, I went for a run, and you left because you saw how stupid I look. <laughs> no, I just figured, like, I should just go home because we could podcast that way. That way, once we're done podcasting, we're just both home. Yeah. That way yeah. I don't have to jump on the fucking highway at 930 or some shit. Yeah, and you got to wake up early, and so do I. So it's like, why not? Yeah, right? bitch, I work in the morning again. Because we were going to record in person. Not. Yeah, yeah. We were going to record in person, though, and then that would have been cool, but not at the sacrifice of sleep. It's never worth it, honestly. Um, yeah you know what's the worst like <laughs> sacrificing sleep for like a date and then you're still just extra tired in the morning and you're like it's not worth it you know like you'd have that we see the sunrise together oh my god we oh, broke into dog. me and my chick bitch we in bed by nine fifty. yeah bro kelsey's <laughs> in bed by like 10 o'clock at the very latest yeah, yeah, dude, we're in bed usually if, even and if we're down if we're like down uh by the tv watching tv or something one of us is pet. Like she'll usually fall asleep by like yeah. for watching. It's usually fucking Food Network or some yeah, shit. Same. It's oh dog. It's always Triple D, bro. Ooh, it's love him. Always on TV. It's always on TV. Diners, drive-ins, and dives, and she'll just fall asleep. Um, she's so mad though because I keep telling her how evil Guy Fieri is, and how much of a like genuine bad and evil person he is in real life. She is so mad, no, refuses to believe me, will not let me show her the videos. Oh, is she's there like, like videos of him being a rage monster behind the scenes? Oh, you didn't know about it? No. Oh, dude, after the show, just go to YouTube and look up, or just go online and look up, is Guy Fieri a bad person? Oh, no. Apparently, like from people who work with him, <clears throat> he's everything in the book. Oh. Sexist, racist, homophobic. Like, uh, so like... First off, you can tell he's racist because he has that weird Tarantino thing where if he's around black people, he gets a twang oh, <laughs> and he yeah. starts saying like, yo, sister, yo, yo, put some more <laughs> of that jerk. Yo, you, what, damn, what, what's popping in the jerk seasoning? You know what I mean? Like he gets like that if he's around black people. You know, you know, it's the but best then, um, is uh, <laughs> fucking Steven Seagal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, he's just... I get there, I like to be like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it gets, like, so bad. Yeah, man. He gets uh, so, like, like the shit that makes you cringe when actual racist people <laughs> are stereotypical. Like, the, like have you ever seen, and I'm going to remain, I'm going to stay political here, but have you ever seen, like, Steven Crowder when, when he gets, like, 
you know, racist because he starts t- talking about, you know, black people or whatever. And he'll be like, yeah, man, I'm out here doing it. And you're just like, bro. Oh, no, but Crowder is openly racist. No, no, he, I know. Crowder's openly, he's openly racist in the way where he pretends he's not. Yeah. But he very clearly is. That's what he I mean. Very, and the clear and, signifier yeah. is the like, such a stereotype. Like, it's like such 90s like humor which was already dated in the 90s you know what i mean like we should have already moved past that shit but you know people that's how we would act in the 90s on like tv you know it would be like black people be like this oh yeah but do do boo ba do and then white people like this you know and it's just dumb shit that's how he is and that's that's like the level of what seagal does and tarantino too just his is less like overtly like you can tell, he's just a psycho. Yeah, he's one of those people. Well, he's that a mimics. little touched. He's a little yeah. talked. Yeah, I mean, look, you you have to be crazy to be that good at something. Like that's just the truth. You know, anybody who's a genius in anything, they got a little cuckoo in him, and he's got yeah, a foot I guess fetish. You could say and that. I love that he makes movies to fucking <laughs> fulfill his foot fetish. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Guy Fieri is like. Uh, also, so then another thing is like, you have to tell him if someone he is going to have to interact with is gay, because if you do not tell him and he is blindsided and has to and finds out while he's talking to somebody, gets super mad, and it's almost like a similar thing with like women. Like he has a thing with women where it's like, you don't look at me and you don't fucking talk to me, like type shit. It's definitely supposed supposedly a horrifically terrible human being it sucks too because he looks like he would be like he literally dresses like every shitty dude you know what i mean like yeah and i thought that was just what they did to kind of make him stand out you know like he just was like fuck it i'll be the like chode that wears like fucking ed hardy you know but well that's kind of what he is if you look like he wasn't a, a chef or a cook he was like a broadcast student he wanted to be like a i think he wanted to be like a he just wanted to be on TV and it just so yeah, happened yeah. to be food that he got into. He's just a dude that he, he just wanted to be a personality, oh, that but apparently he's a, he's a really bad person. <laughs> yeah, you should look it up. I'm with really you, girl. I would like to have lived in, lived in, uh, you know, uh, stupid. Or yeah. She's like, why can't you just leave me alone and let me enjoy my stupid show? And I'm like, because Though, like asshole or not, he's benefited a lot of people, you know, like his show does bring, uh the the light to a lot of small businesses which is nice you know but that's not necessarily a good thing on him it's just a consequence of him having the platform yeah like i mean i went to one of the restaurants once i'm in like tampa i was visiting my brother like i don't know probably fucking seven years ago eight years ago and he's like we're gonna go to this restaurant that was on diners drive-ins and dives and have one of the things but it was like a reuben sandwich which is like not my flavor profile and it was really boring it was like a fish reuben oh yeah i i think i went to that place actually because i remember that sandwich but i i went to a couple you know when i go places if there is one that's been on one of the shows i'll definitely go you know um but i ooh, in fact let's just get into it it's been because i'm going to talk about my week anyways you know it's going to bleed into it so we might as well um so speaking of I will be in Vegas for a work conference uh, in late January, early February. Um, I'll only be gone for four days, so I'll be back. It'll be like a Sunday through a Wednesday. I'll return on Wednesday, but I got a motherfucking 
reservation for Hell's Kitchen. So I'm going to go I don't eat. know what that is. Bro, it's Gordon Ramsay's place where he has the show Hell's oh, Kitchen. Oh, wow. Very where, cool. Yeah, he has the show Hell's Kitchen where they cook in the two kitchens. And there's a red and a blue kitchen. They won't oh, be there. Oh, where he told the women, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're a you're an idiot sandwich. That show yeah. is in there. <laughs> and so you eat the menu that they cook. So when they are filming, I'm sure it's a little bit more exclusive to get a reservation. But it is a working restaurant all the time. And um, they do have two kitchens, and you know they they they're not competing. It's on they just cook out of each kitchen, and, and but you eat the same menu that they do in the services in that show. So I'm gonna okay. eat the food That's that cool. I see on TV, and it's supposedly fucking bomb. It's expensive though. Yeah, it's like an eighty-five dollar fixed menu if you want to do that, or it's like way more expensive if you want to buy everything. You know, the fixed menu yeah. is scallop uh, appetizer, so you get five scallops with like a, some weird beetroot celery root puree you know some creepy thing underneath and then um you get the beef wellington which is like the big one on the show they always fuck up the wellingtons the wellingtons mm-hmm. are raw <laughs> like in, um and then you get a sticky toffee pudding which is his signature dessert like forever but i'm also for sure gonna add i'm spending over like probably 150 bucks that night on myself it's for my birthday because it's you know my birthday is the 4th of february and I'll be there the 30th of January through like the second. So on that on the 30th, I'm just gonna have my birthday dinner there. And um, actually Keith's coming because he'll be there. You know, that it's a convention that his company will be at. So uh, he's gonna come and like a couple of reps that I'm friends with, and uh, my buddy Andres will be there too. So we're all gonna go. Um, but I'm gonna definitely get the lobster risotto because that's another one that they always cook, and we always talk about how we want to eat it. And Kelsey was like, because I wasn't going to go, you know, I wouldn't do that normally. I wouldn't just not take my wife to the place that uh, we watch on TV every day, you know. But she was like, dude, you have to go. We're never going to be in in Vegas, you know, because we are not Vegas people. and We would only be going uh, to to do something like that. So we're never just going to make a trip for that. So and she cannot come. You know, the my company does not allow like spouses to to come, even if, you you know, because they're going to pay for my trip. You know, it's a work trip. So they got expense everything. Even if I'm not going to expense her stuff, they still don't allow it to happen. So, you know, allow me to do that. That weirds me out a little bit where they're like, you're not allowed to even bring them. Even if you do, it's still kind of weird. It definitely is. But I I think maybe it's for me, it strikes me as I'm just being silly is like, that's some shit where like the executives are like, Hey, we all cheat on our wives when we go on business trips. So let's make a company policy where you're not allowed to, but it's very bizarre that they would say, even if even if it has nothing to do, even if you're putting her in a different hotel room, you I are bet not allowed you, to bring them. Honestly, I bet you if she bought her own hotel room and everything, she could do Like, they can't stop her from being yeah. there. Like, I wonder if there's like, yeah, I wonder if it's that. If they're like, don't have your spouse stay in the room we're paying for. That's kind of what like, it is, I think. And what uh, it is, or, to me, you can tell it was a, it was like not even a thing and then somebody did something crazy you know like somebody had yeah. their spouse come expense their meals and pretended it was with a you know a vendor or something you know and so, broke their fucking family and broke it and shit. yeah ruined it for everybody so that's that's my assumption <clears throat> anytime i see a policy like that in a company you know somebody fucked some shit up yeah which sucks um but yeah so I, i'm excited to go to hell's kitchen um other than that, it's been a busy, busy week uh, this week. I've been doing a lot of like 
stuff for work that's like after hours like dinners and breakfast and stuff so i've been having to wake up really early for meetings in the mornings and whatever so i haven't been streaming and i haven't gamed really at all uh i played a little bit of trails the other night to go to bed because i've been having trouble sleeping if i play outriders i cannot fall asleep because i'm like too hype yeah. and it's funny because it, like while i'm playing it i'm not like Wee! you know I'm like not like i don't feel super excited but I think because Wasteland and I've been playing together a ton, and I, it's just I haven't had a game to play with my friends that's like not competitive um, mm-hmm. in a long time, and I think I just really like, you know, I think I'm just getting like hype on that, and you know, we he's usually been streaming or I've been streaming, and we get, we've gotten a lot of new viewers and a, new, and a lot of new people to play with, and so I think it's just a combination of all that. So um, instead, because I couldn't sleep Sunday night, I got like two hours of sleep, or I think it was more like four. But I was dead, you know, and I was like, fuck, this week I can't not sleep. I have too much going on. So um, on Monday night, I went to bed at 9 p.m. No joke. I think it was 9.06 the last time I looked at my clock and laid down to go to bed. And nice. to do that, I played some trails because trails makes if I'm tired, I can't because it's a lot of reading. Like I can't keep. <laughs> can't keep my eyes open you know it's not like a boring game it's just not a game if, unless you're awake you know to play so i played some of that i played about an hour and it, the entire hour was reading because i was in between chapters so when you switch to the next chapter like time goes forward a little bit you know it's just like a week or whatever and they kind of catch you up and it's it's a lot of reading and cut scenes and stuff so it was about 40 minutes of that and i could have went faster but i was tired you know <laughs> And I didn't even move my character in that time. Like, I was watching a bunch of shit. And it's, I'm nearing the end of Trails of Cold Steel 3. So it's like big, you know, big time stuff happening. Um, mm-hmm. It's very good. I'm, I'm really excited about it where I'm at, you know. But so it would help me. So I started getting tired. So then I was like, fuck it. I walked through one more time and I went to sleep. And man, I slept from 9.30 or 9 o'clock till 6.30. And that helped a lot. 6.30 a.m. And then... Last night, like yesterday night, I went to bed at not probably like just after ten, maybe ten thirty, and that was good. That was natural. Like I, I haven't taken melatonin or anything, so it's definitely Outriders. <laughs> I had to yeah. test it. You know, I haven't played it, and it's it's helped. So, um, you know, I just won't play it on like Sunday or Monday night because I'm if I work if I'm working at home, I don't feel as tired. You know. I don't know. It's just something about being at my house that you're just awake. You know, like, I don't know. It's something psychological, but you know how it is. Like, you get to work and you're automatically dead. Yeah. It's like your brain is like, fuck this. I don't want to be here. <laughs> so Pretty um, much. I can play on some of the other, you know, other nights, but it's just not, uh, it's just not a, a weeknight or, you know, a Monday, Sunday, Monday night game. Um, other than that, uh, I have been playing a ton of Outriders, and I have watched. Uh, I'm all up to date on Hawkeye, and I'm up to date on um, Wheel of Time. Hawkeye's gotten really good. Very excited for where it's going. Um, it is a really good show. It's different. It's not as impactful or crazy as some of the other shows, but it is tying into the greater MCU in some ways, that which I like. It's exciting me for the future. Because you're seeing some characters, um, I will spoil today's episode, which the, to, we're recording on Wednesday the 8th. Uh, if you have not watched this week's episode, skip ahead a little bit. It's it's nothing super major, but it was something that excited me. You know, it was a character uh, cameo that was cool. Um, so I'm going to say it now. So um, the girl from Midsommar, whose name I can't remember, fuck. 
uh, the actress, she was in Black Widow. She played uh, her younger sister, but not real life sister. You know, they they were in like their fake family. Um, mm-hmm. She showed up as a Black Widow, and so at the end of Black Widow, and it, no, it might have been, yeah, it was at the end of Black Widow. It was a post credit scene. Um, the lady from Seinfeld, who's playing uh, Dita Von Tessa or something weird, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Elaine. Yeah, Elaine from Seinfeld. Um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She um she met up with um that. Hold on, I'm gonna figure out her name. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. That was a. I thought you would say something. Florence. Pugh. Yeah, I was. Th- I was thinking of like, what do I say? <laughs> uh, Black Widow. So Florence Pugh, who I I think is a really great actress, and she was great in Black Widow. She really made that movie. They they let Scarlett Johansson kind of take a backseat as a character, and it made a sense to me. It's it's not an amazing movie in any sense, but it's fine. You know, it's a good popcorn movie for the weekend. You know, um, yeah. but Florence Pugh's character gets approached by uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, who was also in Falcon and Winter Soldier. They set her up in that, and she's someone in the comics that's kind of like a big deal. She's like a like a she does the Dark Avengers. She like gets them together, and it's almost a Suicide Squad type thing, you know. Like, yeah, I was gonna say is she like uh, yes, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, in the end of that movie, she says, "Do you want to get the guy that killed, you know, Natasha?" And she tells her it's Hawkeye, and so you knew she was gonna kind of show up in this. And I had kind of forgotten. Like I remember watching the movie, like, damn, she's gonna be in the Hawkeye series. You know, that's cool. Um, well, she shows up in this. She's fighting, and you know, like I knew, I saw a female kind of like lithe character in all black when she has like a splinter cell night vision on in the you know for the whole fight with a like a balaclava on so it's like a full head you know so she rips it off after a flashbang goes off or something and you see her Mm -hmm. but you had seen she uses the scarlet like the black widow um wrist thing you know she had the blue ones but their original ones are red and it would like they were like tasers or whatever she uses that at some point in the fight so I i was just excited and I'm really liking um, Kate Bishop's character, um, so I mean I, I'm I'm excited for the future, and you can tell they're working to kind of retire Hawkeye, but I mean the guy's old, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> oh Jeremy, Jeremy yeah. Renner, and and they're really giving him a lot, and they're doing this based on the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. Um, it's which is like more down to earth he's like hearing impaired now and they kind of just they don't even really talk about it for a bit it's going you know he's got a hearing aid in and you know keeps fucking fucking up and doing whatever and so you're like what the fuck and then you know uh he says she says what happened and he's like i don't know it could be a lot of things <laughs> he's just like flashes through all the times shit exploded right next to his head you know and he's like <laughs> it's everything you know um so they they include that in a way that wasn't like oh, i am now hearing impaired you know like they mm-hmm. didn't feel like they needed <laughs> to to go that uh that in depth so i'm enjoying it and i'm i'm enjoying um kate bishop and i hope you know, she's different than him. It's not like if they do, if she's an Avenger going forward, she play. You know, she takes over as Hawkeye. It wouldn't be for a while, anyways, because she's young. She's twenty four in the show. No, twenty two. I want to say because she's still in college. So I think she says she's there twenty two or twenty four. Whatever. Um, 
but they'll do a Young Avengers is what it looks like they're going to build to, you know, like some kind of series or something, which would then be a nice transition to a new team of Avengers. And it would give time, you know what I mean, for for us to move past our original crew, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So I, I'm I'm excited for it. It's been great so far. Um, you know, we I think we have two more episodes left, which is kind of a bummer. They they're but they're doing the right thing with these shows. I also say that they don't they don't do what the Marvel uh I mean sorry the Netflix Marvel movies did, which some of those series were too fucking long by like four episodes. You know, yeah, like you WandaVision could, was pretty long. Yeah, well, no, WandaVision. I'm talking about these these shows, the Netflix ones like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, oh, those, Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. WandaVision <clears throat> probably could have cut an episode, I would say, if anything. Maybe, yeah. Wasn't it like eight episodes long? Yeah. But it 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 was tight enough because it's the mystery was there, you know? When you're yeah. watching like Luke, Iron Fist and like Luke Cage, Oof. you're like fuck. Iron dude. Fist was long, dude. Luke Cage especially, there was an arc when Cottonmouth was the main bad guy, right? And that was great. He was like Mahershala Ali is awesome. And, uh, you know, the character was great. He was very like dark and, you know, whatever. And then they killed him. Spoilers for a like (laughs) seven-year-old show. They kill him. And then they have a really horrible second, like main bad guy. Oh, it wasn't Cottonmouth. It was Diamondback. And Diamondback is literally like Dolomite. He's like, yeah. "Hey, you jive turkey," you know, like, and you're like, "You should have reversed that. Had him be the front man. That's like this nonsense, you know, like flashy yeah, the attention faced, grabber. Yes, to like obscure Cottonmouth, who's this dark fucking crazy guy, or just have Cottonmouth and then end it when he dies. You know, it was a good, it was a great series up to that point. So that's all to say that." I'm enjoying that the uh, the MCU TV shows have been pretty good. You know, I will say each series has had an episode where you're like, eh, we probably could have cut half of this. You know, like we could have merged a couple of things and, and cut an episode, right? But never like filler filler, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Uh, other than that, I've been watching Wheel of Time. Um, but I'd rather get through the series before i get any more into it it's been great so far for me having read the sh- you know the books my cousin hates it uh i hear it looks budget some of it does yeah like i like i was listening to a podcast they brought it up and they said that it it um it looks like visually it looks really sil- like silly and almost like i don't know like the effects are weird or the makeup or well, i mean so i they- did i did see like a not a commercial, but like kind of like a little, I guess like a little sizzle thing. Like mm-hmm. it was like a somebody in a puddle and like a minotaur coming after them. And it looked kind of silly. So those are practical, which I like. And they do kind of match the, they may mostly match the descriptions in the books. The books, they are um, humans that have been like forcibly mixed with animals and they've become okay. like these big ogre things with like beaks or uh or or horns and snouts like a like a boar and then uh you know in this they're mostly just orky pig guys you know so i i was sad not to see any beaks and things like that but you know they have to um they, they kind of have to 
cut budget when they can, you know. So if they're doing practical effects, yeah. they can just mass produce the face prosthetics and kind of go from there. But the the part that actually kind of looked crazy in that isn't when you see them. There's some shadows they do and like to to show them like running, like they they kind of black them out like they're far away and they're on all fours running and that looked kind of stupid and some of the magic's not great looking but it's it's almost like early game of thrones you remember some of the early game of thrones dragon stuff you're like oh boy it's kind of like that okay yeah well i I don't know that doesn't bother me um there's some changes that my cousin hates like he's you know he's read all the books and he's like they're changing everything and i'm like dude it's 14 books (laughs) <laughs> they were never going to be able to fucking, you know, <laughs> stick true. There would be 40 seasons of TV, you know? Yeah. So I'm okay with what they're cutting. It makes sense to me. There's some big stuff they've cut, but they're just merging that with some other, like, there's like cities they visit on their path to Tarvalon, which is the town they're, they they journey to in the beginning of the, you know, in the show where we're at. And that is the how the the home of the Aes Sedai, who are like the witches, the the spellcasting women of this world, right? And they have a lot yeah. of political power and whatever. So it's like they call it the seat of the world. Basically, it's where all politics kind of converges and 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 all that. So there's like a town in between. Uh, you know, they there's a couple of places in between, and like they get on like a little shitty trade ship, and they do, and it's like you don't need all that, you know, like. That's just book padding. You know, you've got a book, you're just, you can read it, it's whatever. It can be a thousand pages long, you know? Yeah. In the show, you can merge some of that shit. It's never going to do anything, you know? I don't know. It's not, it's not necessary. Sorry, not never going to do anything. It's just not, it's not a necessary segment. There's nothing, there is some world building in, in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. But they just include it in other places. You know, they just merged okay. into that. So, and I was worried because there is a guy named Perrin in the books, and he has yellow eyes. Like it's part of his thing. But I want to say in the first book, like now that I think back, I'm I was worried um, for no reason because in the show he didn't have yellow eyes, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Uh, you know that that's his thing because he he talks to wolves. He's basically able to communicate and and work with wolves he's like got some kind of warg ability he cannot take over a wolf but he can go into what's called the wolf dream where they go when they die and he can interact with them there and they speak a language to each other there and he can understand their growls and things but in the show it happens as he he discovers his power and i do think his eyes changed color when it happened in the books too so it's you know it was 14 books ago (laughs) so yeah i was just worried about some of that but the casting's been great I've been really enjoying it. It is, you can see, so where the effects kind of suck to me is when they're like, here's a vista and there's a, a town behind it. You know, like the the white tower is there with where the witches are, you know, where the casters are. It looks like you can see they put like a filter over it. You know, mm-hmm. you know those things where it's like, there's like a matte painting almost and then they put a filter to blur it or there's like some CG element and they're trying to make it look more real. Um, yeah. That, th- there's some of that, but... I don't mind it at all. Like, I just think of it, I'm like, it's Amazon's first, like, big fantasy series, you know, like. And it's the first season. Yeah. The, the bu- budget will grow and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for where it's going. And I hope it gets enough traction that we get some seasons. You know, I don't know that they'll be able to uh, finish it. 
<laughs> it's very long. <laughs> and it'll be sad if they don't. So I do truly hope they do. I just don't know if they'll be able to get the funding to do it, you know? Yeah, but, unless they bridge the fuck out of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's what they're trying to do. And they're doing it in intelligent ways. Like I said, I'm not mad at it. <clears throat> there is something called a fade. And my buddy said he thought it looked dumb. But I thought it looked cool. Like, they're just like Voldemort faceless weirdos. You know, like, they don't, they're like snake men. But they also can, like, shrink their bodies down and go through, like, locks and shit. They're, like, basically just boneless flesh people. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. Cool. That's my week. I haven't played video games. I mean, we did two weeks, and most of the, most of the games I played was just Outriders. Yeah, you guys really need to play a lot of Outriders. Um, yeah. So mine is, I haven't streamed really much either, too much. I, I was streaming a little bit. I did start Death Stranding. So um, so I'll do that for, I, I started Death's, Death Stranding, and high quality video game, man, triple a as fuck uh i i like it i'm gonna say that i like it a lot um but it is everything you say it is yeah yeah it is it is it is weird okay so here's the deal i like it but i'm i may i may drop out of it because it's just so specific and the menus are so dense and I'm constantly just confused. And also every item that you carry is on your character. So there is like, oh. before people are like, oh, it's so silly in Grand Theft Auto. Like your character has a bazooka and a machine gun and this. Where do they carry it? Yeah, I want that. Because in yeah. this game, dude, everything you carry is like on him. <clears throat> and I want my character to look cool. Like and run like when he's walking and running but i'm just constantly holding like 15 package like you know like even six items it's like they're stacked on your back like you're walking with like a refrigerator on your back yeah and there's like packages on your legs and your arms and it just looks stupid um and there's a lot of micromanaging things like oh when it rains the rain like the i don't i don't really get it yet but the rain like accelerates time Weird. So like, so like. Oh, so will it, it age you? Yeah. So like, like at one point, like a drop of rain falls on his hand, and where the raindrop falls, you see his skin get all wrinkled and shit. Weird. So like, so when the rain falls on like the ground, you see the plants like dying, and the new plants sprouting and dying and sprouting, because it just like it's like the rain is like a time warp, like a time warp. I don't know for sure because the game is completely confusing. There's a million things going on. There's like go- BTs everywhere. They're like ghosts everywhere, but their f- 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 uh, footprints, f- f- their footprints are like <laughs> handprints. They're f- 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 and they're f- 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't make don't make fun of people's speech impediments. I'm making fun of um, your stutter right I now. Know, I know. Um, <laughs> it's it looks really great. And I do like I do like the idea of you know oh I just have to trek around, um, so like there's a so you get like so let's say you have a bunch of shit on your back and you're walking you'll like start to like stumble to the left like L two and R two or LTRT if you're Xbox don't know why you would be <laughs> um, 
like that shifts your weight. So if you start to like fall over to the left, you press R2 to hold yourself to, to like correct your, your posture. I just really like <laughs> that little subtle dig. <laughs> um, suck it, losers. Um, so what ends up happening is you end up playing the entire game just holding down L2 and R2 or LTRT. Yeah. You're just holding the two triggers the entire time. Um, and they don't mitigate that in any way to like make it like, oh, no, you can't hold both triggers or else you'll fall. They, they should have made it that if you hold them too long, you'll fall, you'll trip forward or something to but then it would be way too much of a hassle so it, you just have to hold the triggers the whole fucking time if you're too if you're carrying too much stuff um but like yeah when you're walking when it starts to rain you see your your little hoodie comes up and shit whatever and but like that'll degrade the cases of your packages so like if you want like perfect grades you carry like a spray that you could like reinforce your your the packages you're like oh spray the package you're carrying to like protect it from the rain shit like can you just not there's so many micromanaging things can you not do that you know what i mean um like your boots wear out so you gotta make Ugh. sure to like carry new boots or you can fabricate and make new boots and, it just looks so dumb uh, to me i just don't understand how carrying <laughs> packages the game is a good game <laughs> I remember people being so hype the entire time. And, you know, there's episodes of us. That, like, I literally don't think I could care less about something. I mean, but you haven't tried it. And that's fine. If no, you no, no, no. You know? But I've also never been a FedEx courier. And I. It's a video game. It's very video game. I don't need to try it to know. And actually, I was. <laughs> the other day, a box got delivered to my house that belonged in the uh, the apartment complex like next to my house. So I walked all the way over there, found the house and delivered it. <laughs> That's fun. And you know what? No baby was attached to me. The rain didn't turn me. I just walked over there, dropped at the door and left. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. It, I There's like games I know that I will never like. You know, like, you know, when you see somebody you're like, that is absolutely not for me. And I'm not here to yeah. say it's not for anyone else. I just think it sounds horrible, you know? Yeah. It literally is just <laughs> delivering packages. <laughs> not so much. I mean, not completely, because there is like survival horror and stealth. There is some combat. The combat's not very polished because it's not a game based on combat. Uh, and there is like some stealth stuff and some Metal Gear esque things. I haven't really used my weapons or anything. I've thrown grenades at shit. Mm hmm. Um, the big joke of oh haha ha, you throw piss and shit bombs you literally do <laughs> you you it, it, it's literally that every time you get to a base like when you use the bathroom when you you go like you can either use the bathroom standing up use the bathroom sitting down or shower and each one of those things will give you a different grade of weapon because you are you have something called dooms and that means that you are i don't know man you're some kind of person that has something like this guy can't see the ghosts called bts he can sense them though so that means that he's some kind of can see them right or it warns the him. baby can sense them as well so the baby you keep the baby the baby thing is weird you keep the baby with you now does the baby ever become a like a person no the baby's is perpetually a baby that's another big weird wacko thing what it is it's like it's something to where like 
the baby is born like pre, and I may be fucking this up. So if anybody wants to correct me, go ahead or hey, just look it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's something to where like the mother dies or something, and then they take the baby, and then you attach yourself to the baby, and somehow that creates a bond because the baby's still attached to the mother somehow that it's creating a link between the other side and and us. Interesting. So by you connecting yourself to the baby, which still has a psychological link to the dead mother, that that way the baby can kind of sense the, the BTs, the ghosts, so you can kind of see them too. Like, it's fucking weird. And the baby, like, it all goes to this little robot arm that has, like, f- lights on it. So like the lights will like flicker and like point towards where the BTs are and you can do a flash and you can kind of see them for a minute. It's fucking weird, man. And since you have dooms, you have some weird shit. So your bodily excretions can harm them. So you have like a grenade, like first it is first you take a shower and they take a sample of your shower water and they're like, Oh, this will affect them. So it's like a weak ass grenade. And then your piss can make a different, a stronger grenade and your shit makes an even stronger grenade. And then your blood is like the strongest grenade. So like you have all these, like when I fought a giant squid monster, the size of a school bus. And like, I threw blood grenades at that thing. Um, it's fucking weird. It is kind of stupid, but it's very Kojima. It's, it's super weird. Uh, it's really it's just all over the place it's what it's exactly what you think it is yeah it's cool and but but i'll say this though it also is a little bit more and if you like atmosphere so i can't say too much because i'm only maybe four hours into the game and it's probably what a 30 something 40 hour game so i do like it my only problem is is that i'm still so confused and over encumbered by shit when I'm playing that I can't have too much of a good time because I really wish I could just be my dude going from location to location. But the whole point of the game is that you are over encumbered by a mass amount of packages and that fucking sucks because you never look cool. You always have a refrigerator on your back. Like it's annoying. Like it, it, if it was just like, I'll get through the terrain. Like that's one thing, but I don't know. It. I. I really do like it a lot. It really is neat. And I, I guess I can take my time. It is pretty. Like it's very, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's a very good looking game. The music's really cool. They use the music a lot. Uh, they use the music very well. They have a really nice soundtrack. Uh, mostly by this band called Low Roar. Um, they do some cool shit. And then, oh, on a cool note, I went to the record store the other day. I can't tell. Did we record after my birthday or not? No. Has it been since? Yeah, we did. Um, I went to the record store again after I got the Demon Souls record, and I went and I found a fucking Death Stranding record at the record store. And I'm like, no way! I was looking, I was looking around about the soundtrack or the songs from the game because the soundtrack in the game is really nice. The songs are very, very nice, and they're very, they're very bummer, sad, depressing music, and I really like it. I go to the record store and I see this fucking record there. It's three records. It's three 180 gram records. And it's Death Stranding, uh, the music from the game, songs from the video game. And it's like 45 bucks. I'm like, that's pretty good for a triple for three. And I really like these songs, most of them, not all of them. Uh, 
I look this fucking thing up, and dude, sometimes they just don't pay attention, man. This thing goes for like a buck fifty to like two. I mean, there's a there's a colored variant that's way more rare. That's like two fifty, three hundred dollars. But even the one I have goes for like a hundred and fifty, a hundred minimum, and it's you can't find it anywhere. And they just had it there. And I took it up, and I'm like, Yo, y'all have this out on the floor at forty five. He's like, Is it more than that? I was like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, I'll still sell it to you for that because you found it. But um, damn, that's cool. That's kind of like a, it's kind of like a rule, like it's kind of a rule. If you find something um, and they're not pieces of shit, they'll give it to you. But if you call ahead of time and say, do you have something and they find it and they realize, holy shit, this is price wrong, they can change it. But if you go to a store and you find something that's just like, like, especially with like records, it's kind of like a, like a honor like it's like an honor system rule that um a store won't fuck you over if like you come up and i don't know but some people will just say fuck you no but um but it's really cool i found the record i didn't open it i don't want to open it yet because i don't think i'm gonna spend it anyways but i'm not really somebody who flips things but i have started to notice the markets going up for collectible shit again because all the comic book card thing i said last time all the comic book card series that i the sets that I bought years ago because I, I just loved them from my childhood and I bought them all again for like 30, 20, 30, 40 bucks each. They've all gone up over $100, everything. And then I'm starting to see like all the Castlevania records that I bought like years ago. They're all being put out for like 70, 80, 90, $100. Uh, like when people are, people are starting to resell them, I guess. So the market looks like it's going up for collectibles or some sorts, some types of collectibles. Um, but it's pretty neat. I found this Death Stranding record, and I don't think I have any need to spin it right now. So I think I'm just going to leave it sealed, and who knows what I'll do with it. Yo, stack that paper, son. Maybe. Hopefully. That's what we're trying to do. So yeah, so Death Stranding is cool. I do like it. And I do like how it does have an option to just turn that music on. You can just – like if like sometimes the game will cue the music, and it's very, very nice. They do a very good job. But then if not – you could just turn the fucking music on and it's really cool stuff. Um, like check out don't be so serious by low roar. It's nice. Um, so that's cool. Riders Republic just continues to be just fun, but whatever to whatever game worth it for 20 bucks or less. I put in iconoclasts again the other day. That game's a lot of fun. Um, 2d side scroller. It's pretty neat. You should check it out. And then other than that, the most thing I've been playing other than a little bit of Outriders is just Hot Wheels is still maintains to be the most just straight fun game I have. Hot Wheels is very fun. It's a racing game. Um, the new Batman expansion came out. I haven't picked it up yet, but I am gonna I am gonna pick it up. For Hot Wheels? Yeah, it's a Batman okay, expansion okay. where they add they add like well, well they I, did two things. I remember right? you were playing um Arkham Knight. Yeah, I was and playing so Arkham I, Knight. I didn't know if you were saying there was a, like some kind of expand. I'm like, damn, that's an old game to expand. No, no, no. Arkham Knight, I, I got. Ugh, I just have to do the real trophies. I'm not doing it. No, Hot Wheels got a Batman expansion, which adds a Batmo, a Bat, the Batcave, and then it adds a bunch of Batman shit, and it adds like five Bat cars, and then so that's fifteen bucks. Not so bad. I'm just debating whether you're getting the season pass or just the Batman expansion. The Batman expansion is fifteen. Not a big deal. It's worth it. Season pass is another extra fifteen. It's thirty, and it's the Batman expansion, and then like an extra another ten cars, and then some like 
a bunch of cosmetic shit because you can make your own little basement where you could create your own tracks, which I am never going to do because I don't do that kind of shit. Um, and the cosmetics are stupid. It's like tropical theme, pink Barbie theme, or Arctic theme or some shit like that. So I'm never going to use those. And then three special mods like rolling bowlers uh, or boulders and shit, uh, which I don't really care for. So I think I should just get the Batman thing, which is pretty neat. But it, it does continue to be pretty fun. They also dropped this this thing. It's like you pay $6, I think it was, 6 or $8 for a season. So the season is the opportunity to unlock five or six more cars and a bunch of other shit. So it's kind of weird. It's like, so there's five or six more cars. Like I think it's like Bane, Black Manta, Cheetah, Harley, Deathstroke, and something else. And then a bunch of extra stuff, extra stuff to customize the game and also a lot of coins and stuff. And bonuses, and every day they give you challenges to do. You know, do three races, uh, do three garage races today, uh, drift three thousand inches today, whatever, and then you get experience. And then, but after like January, I think eighteenth or twenty second or something, that season is over, and I think all that stuff is now gone. So if you don't buy a ticket, like I essentially you're buying a a season uh, a a race season ticket in order to be able to earn these items. Mm -hmm. So you could pay, you could buy the ticket and then never play the game and get none of those cars. But since I play the game and I do my dailies, I've, I'm unlocking all the fucking shit. So season passes are weird for me. It's it's weird. It's not a season pass. It's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a season ticket for a race it's weird mm. because this shit's going to expire you can pay six dollars and essentially get nothing but the death stroke car that you get for free they give you like one to start and then they're like all right cool now you have to play the game and level in order to continue to lock more shit unlock more shit so it's kind of dick if i was to really show you what it is is you're paying for a, a big timeline of it, like an experience timeline. Let's say one to a thousand experience. And you know, you can only make up to 300 a day or let's say a hundred thousand experience. And you can only make about 300 a day. And so you have to do your dailies or you're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. But in the end to me, it's like, it's six, six, seven dollars. What do I care? Uh, but it is, it is, it is a weird thing. We'll talk more about weird new monetizing things that they're doing in games. It's a weird new monetizing thing they're doing where it's like you're not paying for content you're paying for the ability to be able to participate in a race season to unlock shit if you can get the experience to unlock it but if you don't then you're at your shit out of luck and like the harley quinn car obviously is at the very end so not many people are going to get there. And what happens? We don't know what happens in January. We don't have. We don't know if like. Yeah. Okay. Does the racing season end, and then they just drop this shit for a premium price, or is this some shit where? Oh no, it's gone forever. You can never get that again because I really, really hate when games do that, and they're like, oh no, this is literally only now, like, pre-order bonus costumes that they never eventually put on the store. Fuck you for that. Like, don't. Don't do that. You know, if you like, I think the uh, Naruto game did that. I think Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3 had a pre order bonus of a Goku costume for Naruto. 
but you couldn't get it. But later on when they did the ultimate version, five years later, I think they added it to it. Or maybe not because there's a Lars costume from Tekken 7 in a Naruto game. And I believe like you could only get that for a certain amount of time. And then if you didn't get it, that's it. You'll never have it. So it's it's weird. It's weird that they did that in the Hot Wheels game. Um, yeah, that's Especially just a game. It's supposed uh, to be for kids. I would, yes, I guess, and it's fine because kids can still have fun with the game. I think these kind of things are for like gamers and like, dude, we're getting older and everything's for us. It's not for kids. We grew up with Hot Wheels. This shit's for us. It ain't for them dumbass kids, dude. <laughs> fuck them fuck, kids, fuck, bro. Fuck them kids, dog. Um, I did watch, but not literally PlayStation guy. Which we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. Don't actually. There's a lot of that stuff going on. <laughs> Duggar, buddy. You know, Duggar trials. Oh, yeah. You I mean, about that? he's a fucking piece of shit. And his parents Oof. are shit. That whole family needs to get wiped off the fucking Oof. planet. Yeah. I didn't even I know about that. I used to say it. Back in the day, my, um, my ex-fiance, way back, loved that show for some reason. Or she loved shows like that. She watched, like, John and Kate and fucking Octomom and shit. And I would just be like, I... I'm getting to the point where I want these people. I want to watch a meteor hit their house and kill them all. I can't, yeah. I can't hear this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't even know about that shit. My chick told me about it yesterday. I was like, oh, that's, that's terrible. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, but, uh, I did watch, I guess I'll review it now. I guess I'll just do it now. Um, I did watch Mortal Kombat Legends 2 Battle of the Realm. So, I'm just going to spoil it completely. So originally we got the other Warner Brothers animated Mortal Kombat film, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. And they're pretty cool. They're pretty neat. And then they came, it was pretty cool. It told the story of Mortal Kombat 1, basically. And like Scorpion wins and shit like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that like... It's like what they did with Street Fighter. Through the years, every time you saw something that was Street Fighter, they were retelling the story again. So this is, again, somebody retelling the story in their own way. They're making up their own shit. So they're making up their own shit, following it somewhat. And it was fine. So here comes Mortal Kombat Legends 2, Battle of the Realm. And this fucking movie, (laughs) I'm just going to spoil the shit out of it, but it doesn't matter. If you like Mortal Kombat, watch it. It is so fucking bonkers. It's, It's so all over the place it's just it's fan fiction is what it is it's 100 percent fanfic and i was watching a developers i mean both like some behind the scenes shit one of those uh, developer commentary uh interview things one of the bonus features it's straight up fan fiction is all it is um it starts off they give Liu kang basically like a bruce wayne batman in origin where like Liu Kang's parents are walking with him in a dark alley and criminals come up and shoot Liu Kang's parents. No, 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 not criminals. <laughs> my bad. Tarkatans. Tarkatans come up. The Baraka people. Baraka monsters come up and kill Liu Kang's parents. And Raiden just shows up and saves baby Liu Kang. And uh, he saves him and he's like, you are chosen because I saved you. Whatever. So Liu Kang's parents die in an alley and Raiden like raises Liu Kang and Raiden decides that Liu Kang is the chosen one. Whatever that means. And 
whatever. So now there's the Mortal Kombat 1 movie, then we're in Mortal Kombat Legends 2. The first act, it's three acts. It's it's a, it's a big battle is act one. The tournament is act two. And then fucking Cuckoo Nuts is act three. So the first act is just a Lord of the Rings siege battle. I don't understand why. And you watch the bonus features and you find out why. Because some guy thought it would be cool to do a siege battle. So it starts off with like the Earth Warriors, like Johnny, Sonya, Jax, uh, and all them. Like, yeah, we're going to fight, you know, like the fucking Melina, Katana, and all them, the fucking bad guys and shit. Shao Kahn's people. Shao Kahn. And um, they're like going to fight, and all of a sudden you just notice like big orc things and dragons flying, and there's. It's just a Lord of the Rings siege battle. And I'm like, man, this is cool and all, but like, I don't get it. Like, it's very weird. And you're watching the bonus scenes, and uh, one of the guys who's working on the movie, one of the like artists and something, he's like, yeah, like, I really thought it would be really awesome if we had like these giant siege towers and like if people had big cannons with dragon heads. So, like, I asked if they would let me put it in, and they were like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. And you realize, oh, this dude is just an animator who was like, I really want to animate like a Lord of the Rings style siege battle. And they're like, Oh shit, go nuts. So cool that they allowed the people. I, I think this is the good part of it. They allowed people to have a lot of creative fun and creative control with a really big franchise because wait till I get to act three, it goes by the end of it. I thought I was watching like justice league. It looks like justice league. Uh. by the end of it. It looks like it's just superhero shit by the end of it. Uh, so the first part is a big siege battle. Then it's the tournament. And the tournament's kind of weird because some of the fights end in death and some don't. It's like if they feel like it, they'll kill them. Or if not, they won't. Um, it's very selective. And also, like, sometimes, like, characters will die from, like, you know, get punched through the face. But then at yeah. one point, like... Cyrax literally holds his hand in front of Sub-Zero's face and blasts him with a giant laser and it just knocks him back. So it's like you can take a laser to the face and sometimes it'll kill you, sometimes yeah. it won't. And then someone will just punch through your entire head with just a regular punch. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's kind of a sub-act between two and three because it's like siege battle and then there's tournament arc and then while the tournament's going on, there's like Scorpion and Sub-Zero versus the cyber ninjas because scorpion and sub-zero are always at war with each other but they have like in this they come together kind of because they kind of have to and they're kind of like it's so weird they're kind of fighting each other but they're also fighting off the cyber ninjas so they're like working together at one point the cyber ninjas like there's they do the x-ray attacks from the game which is cool a lot like a lot of times they'll punch somebody in the face and they'll zoom into the bones and you'll see the bones break that's cool but at one point like sector or cyrax stomps on scorpion's spine and it just explodes and shatters but in the next scene scorpion's like yeah like gets up and just like Rah! <laughs> and it's it's like your spine shattered but then again scorpion is a demon now he's dead and shit it's fucking weird man um, but it's weird. Yeah, in the tournament, sometimes people die, sometimes they don't. Uh, it was fine. Um, 
Raiden does this thing where he like he sacrifices his godhood to be in the tournament. I think that's kind of canon, maybe, but I don't know. Because at one point he's like, I will be in the tournament too. And he like sacrifices himself to be human now. And he gives up his god power back to the to the uh, the elder gods. And there is one there was one cool thing where he's standing outside and Luke Kang's talking to him. And uh Luke Kang's like, What are you gonna do now? And he goes, uh, he tells him he's gonna sleep because he's never slept before because he's a god. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. He's like, I'm gonna see what this is. I'm gonna it's gonna be my first time experiencing what sleep is. So I thought that was kind of neat, but they didn't show it. Um so whatever the tournament so the tournament's happening at one point this is just some weird shit at one point shang sun sticks his arm in Liu kang's arm and Liu kang's arm turns like red and black and glowing and raiden's like oh no he's been cursed or some shit right so Liu kang can't use his arm anymore it's still pretty dope he defeats shang sun super easy it's weird because they're fighting and then Shang Tsung takes one of his arms away, and Liu Kang's like, I never needed my arm to beat you. And then he just does, like, he just completely blocks everything with his good arm and just beats the shit out of Shang Tsung. And instead of killing him, like, does the thing where he stops right before his nose, and he's like, you will live knowing I defeated you. And it's like, no, dude. Kill the dude who kills mad people. Like, it's the same thing with the Batman Joker thing. Like, kill the dude who kills people, but... Whatever, Liu Kang's arm's crippled, and it's it's like cursed. And they're like, what are we going to do? How is he going to – how do we heal that? And there's like, oh, no. So I'm like, okay, there's going to have to be an arc to heal it. And at the end, it's like Shao Kahn wins the tournament. But Liu Kang's like, no, you haven't. And Liu Kang like just rushes to fight him. Like, nah, dude, Shao Kahn just won. You can't just be like, no, there's one more fight. Like, he won, but I guess they just let it happen. Liu Kang just starts fighting Shao Kahn. Oh, boy. And Shao Kahn and Liu Kang start fighting. (laughs) And nothing in particular happens. He just, like, Liu Kang's getting beat. And obviously the thing, you know, the the, the thing happens. You get the pump. The the, the thing that happens with Hulk Hogan. The pump. You know when you're – you get the fucking – you know when you Hulk up, like – Hogan's getting beat and beat. Goku gets beat and beat and beat until they just come back. So that kind of happens. And, and Liu Kang comes back and just like, rah, and like fire, fire comes around him. And the whole virus, the whole curse thing just goes away. Like they don't, it doesn't explain it whatsoever. Nothing like it just goes away. Like, ah, oh, he's fine now. He, it was just his willpower needed to beat it. So Liu Kang proceeds to just start destroying Shao Kahn and beating his ass. And then it becomes a Dragon Ball fight. And they're just flying. Like oh Liu God. Kang's flying like, like a Dragon Ball character. Does he at least very... go like... Yeah, yeah, he's doing all that. He kicks him into the air. And it's not that he's flying. It's like that he's, he jumped into the air to kick and he did another kick. But it looks like a Dragon Ball fight. They're flying. Liu Kang's still human, dude. I know he throws fire and does kicks. Yeah, but yeah. It's really weird. He's like, he's become super powerful and he defeats Shao Kahn. Whatever. Humans win, right? But it doesn't matter because the Scorpion Sub Zero side story that was going on was about the Kamidogu with Shinnok, which normally like resurrects Quan Chi. 
but it doesn't resurrect Quan Chi. Instead, it resurrects, like, so this shaman buddy resurrects, like, the Eternal One or something. It's basically a MacGuffin monster. So, like, it's a giant universe-eating, destroying monster. It's like a big, it's a big giant being with horns. And its whole goal is to destroy the universe. Like, that's all, that's what it's there for. So, like, the thing with Mortal Kombat, the whole reason why they're having the tournament is because Shao Kahn wants to merge the realms. Nether Realm, Earth Realm, Edenia. They, they want to merge all the realms, basically the different dimensions, into one big dimension so he can rule all the dimensions. And the reason why the Earth Warriors, Mortal Kombat buddies, are fighting is because they want to win to stop Shao Kahn from invading Earth Realm and merging the worlds so that Earth can stay safe. That's the whole point of Mortal Kombat. The whole plot of Mortal Kombat is Shao Kahn wants to invade Earth and rule Earth. And the Earth Warriors are to win the tournament so Earth can be safe. So the whole arc happens, and I don't know, I think the, the, the realms begin to merge. But now it doesn't matter because what does it matter if the realms are merged or not? Because this big deep, this big monster is going to destroy all the realms and everything. So now we have this big MacGuffin thing. And the Elder Gods are like, what will it matter if the realms are merged or not? Because this thing will destroy all of us. So I don't think they explain this, but what I'm assuming they do is they give Raiden's god powers. Oh, because Shao Kahn kills Raiden. S sorry, that's why I forgot. That's why Liu Kang got all angry and went Goku. Raiden's dead. And I think what happens is they don't say this. It just happens. Liu Kang just gets turned into a god. Some people may be thinking, oh, that happens in Mortal Kombat 11. Not the same shit, but kind of. They take Liu Kang and turn him into a god. He's He just glows orange. He looks like the Human Torch. He looks like Human Torch. And they're like, save us from the giant universe-destroying monster. So it's starting to get wacky here. And it's like, what? Now Liu Kang's a god? And it's not like Dragon God Liu Kang, like the dope shit from Mortal Kombat 11. It just looks stupid. So Liu Kang goes out to, like, space. This just sounds fight. insane. Like, it has yeah, nothing to do with the It's games. fucking... It has nothing to do with Mortal Kombat. I'm just letting so you Luke go, but the whole time I'm like, I, I don't know where... What is the game? You should watch it. It's, <laughs> it you should watch it, because it's only like an hour and 20 minutes. Pretty short. And Liu Kang goes to space or whatever, or wherever. The realms are... Like, Earth and... Earth realm and another realm, and uh, they're all starting to merge, so people are starting to teleport around. It's getting weird. Liu Kang goes to fight the giant monster. Liu Kang turns into a giant Godzilla Shenron dragon. So the last act is a kaiju fight. It's just a big kaiju fight with a dragon fighting a big, like, space monster. Like, it's kind of a, it's not like a, it's weird because it's like the shape of a human with horns, but like no details. It's just like a big celestial being. And it's just a big, um, a big kaiju fight. And I forgot how it ends because it's very anticlimactic. I think they just like, oh, we throw a rock at the crystal in its forehead or something. And um, they defeat the thing and then the realms separate and it's fine and everyone's happy. So whatever, right? It's not that bad. It's, 
it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad if you're thinking about it like in context of Mortal Kombat and what you're fucking if you really care about the way the games are. But then again, if you're following the games, the games rebooted in Mortal Kombat 9 and we're at 11 right now and they just rebooted again. Mortal Kombat 9's changed everything with the time paradox, literally going back into time. Like Mortal Kombat 9 is literally that. 9 and 10 is literally like, oh, we went back in time literally and changed time. And in Mortal Kombat 11, there's literally like two Johnny Cages hanging out with each other. There's like old Johnny Cage from the 90s hanging out with like 2023 Johnny Cage. So like it's all back to the future time paradox. That's what Mortal Kombat has become. That's why the final boss in Mortal Kombat 11 is Chronica for chronological it's a, mm-hmm. it's a time game it's a big time fuck and the end of Mortal Kombat big spoilers for the end of Mortal Kombat 11 if you give a fuck the end of Mortal Kombat 11 is Liu Kang becomes a god and the fabric of time gets rewound to the beginning of time and Liu Kang is now the overseer of time it's in like he is Ugh. now god basically it's fucking weird you can do a different ending where it's him and Katana if you want him to have a girlfriend um, but it's fucking weird. So, I mean, it's not bad. Definitely do not pay $30 for the Blu-ray. I paid five bucks for it, uh, on the holiday sale. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. I think it's cool and fun that they allowed people to do something fun and different and creative with it. Um, the animation is pretty neat and it was fun. But it was it felt very silly and cartoony at times. It's a fucking cartoon. Um and then I did notice this one thing that bothered me is watching the bonus features, is I realized, and this is what really, really bothers me sometimes. Um it's the same thing with the uh Final Fight Double Dragon thing. I really, really get upset when people are so so uh they're paid so well to do a job and they don't know certain things about it. Because somebody is talking about Mortal Kombat, and he's like, because um, Raiden's never, we actually chose to kill him in this, and Raiden has never died in a Mortal Kombat before. And it's like, hey man, hey, that's the whole (laughs) basis of the reboot, is Raiden got killed. So they had to go back, and so he sent a message back in time to to tell his former self. That's why Mortal Kombat got rebooted because Mortal Kombat ended with Shao Kahn killing Raiden. Like in the, in the real original timeline, Shao Kahn is about to fucking crush Raiden's head and kill him. And Raiden sends himself a message in the past. And that makes past Raiden, which I don't get how you could send yourself a message in the past. <laughs> he sends himself a message in the past. And then you see Raiden like fucking 10 years before that go. Ugh, and he goes, Holy shit, I'm going to die. And his time amulet cracks, and he's like, oh, my God, I have to change time. And they're like, what? He's like, we're going to lose, but we have to figure out what we have to do to make sure we don't fucking fuck up. So the fact that this dude who worked on this movie and probably got paid a lot of money is like, Raiden's never died in Mortal Kombat. And it's like, that's the whole reason Mortal Kombat got rebooted was because they killed him. Like, so that kind of pissed me off. Um, But, yeah, that's cool, you know. I mean, yeah, it just sounds like they did. They just made whatever they wanted and they didn't. They care. made whatever they wanted. 
and it, I got to find the thing. I'll send it to you. I'll just take a little video of the guy saying it where he's like, he's, it's like, I don't know if he realized he's being interviewed for the fucking Blu-ray features because the way he said it, he was like, I was just like, I wanted to put like a siege tower and like a big dragon bazooka. And like, I, I just said, I just figured I'd try it. And like, they said I could do it. So yeah. I was like, well, I, did I couldn't it. believe it. They was like, okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and other than that, that's about it. I did want to say, I did, I did want to talk a little shit more. Remember how I was telling you I was talking shit about this? This I, I, I found a new Carrick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found a new Carrick. His name's Derek, actually. <laughs> um, he's, uh, his, his handle is some, is some black guy. He's a, a somewhat popular YouTuber. And he's on the Snark Tank podcast with Chris Reagan and Tom Sweeney, which I have been enjoying very much. But this guy's the worst. Bro, he's the worst. I'm starting to like get snippets of it to like show you, because so the dude's young. He's probably he's younger than us by a little maybe, and he's an edge lord. But this guy thinks. Remember how I told you before? He was like, you. I could tell he was talking about like Christina Pazitsky and shit yeah, like that yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, whatever. So this guy thinks nobody listens to other podcasts because he he like. He sometimes tries to like take certain things and like say them as if like he's like the one bringing him up. And uh, so I, I got three examples. So one example, one thing I just found annoying was he, they had a musician on the podcast or whatever, and he was like talking about something. And he's like, he's one of these people that brought up. He's like, oh yeah, because I have like perfect pitch, which means like I don't need to know music theory. Oh, My brain God. just knows it. And it's like, bro, I've heard your music. <laughs> you don't have perfect pitch. But that's fine. I don't need to battle on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like Kanye West saying, "I have synesthesia. I see sounds." You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was, but there was one. There's a real egregious one, but I'll tell you this one. There's one I'm listening to this podcast yesterday, and they're joking and laughing about certain things, and he brings up, "Oh man, like you guys, do you remember when that Bob Marley energy drink came out?" And it had. They were talking about sleep and shit like that. And he's like, oh man, when that Bob Marley energy drink came out, I, I got one before they before they corrected it and changed it. Man, that thing had like 500 grams of uh, milligrams of melatonin. I slept for like 15 hours. That shit was crazy. Somebody said that on like a major podcast, like oh, a, shit. A, like a big one. Somebody because apparently they put out some Bob Marley energy drink or whatever opposite of energy drink. Yeah, and yeah. it was like some melatonin infused drink. And I remember like it was a first, tea. It was like a mellow mood tea, I believe they called it. Like yeah, that. and apparently, supposedly, I don't know, like the first before they had to correct the shit, you would fucking it would dead so much melatonin or something in it that it would really put your it would knock your ass out. You go to sleep. But the the way that he said the story and the fact that I listened to similar podcasts, I'm like, bro, I think I know the I think I heard the podcast he heard. And he thinks nobody listens to other podcasts. Yeah, that's the crazy He's thing. It's like, you can't be on a fairly large podcast and not expect your listeners not to listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Another one was, they were all talking about, like, have you ever fucked up uh, and, like, lost something or shared a meme or whatever? Dog, I, I screenshotted it because I need you to hear it. This guy, he's also another one of these characters, like, I'm very good at sex, guys. <laughs> oh boy but anyways anyways this guy this guy basically says <laughs> oh man i fucked up real bad once because like i made this meme and then they stole it 
and he but he, he tried to like hide hide what he was saying but he's like yeah man like i made like i made this meme and uh basically he tried to insinuate he made the drake yes no meme no. you know the, the drake with yeah, the, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The, he said he made that meme and then nine gag stole it and he said uh, he he made it and it's it's fine it may sound like i'm just hating on somebody to hate on him i'm no, not hating like that but sucks. i'm not getting, losing sleep over it it's just i'm listening to this podcast a lot lately um and i'm just catching things every other episode i'm like is this dude making shit up again like i'm sorry dog i'm pretty sure you didn't make the drake yes no meme but like it's that way where like oh, i don't really have proof of it but it's like like they were like congratulating him whatever i was listening to all the episode because i guess he got a twitter ban because when trump got banned from twitter he made one of the, uh, he made a fake trump account that got some retweets like he he um like after trump got banned he made a fake trump twitter and like tweeted out like y'all n words can't yeet me or and also he tweeted, um, "Fuck you, Jack! I'm gonna I'm gonna drone attack you," and like it got a couple of retweets, and then he got banned. But then he proceeded to basically insinuate he was the first person to ever make a Trump parody account. Oh, so like, God. it just it's just frustrating, like listening to a podcast and then like just coming across that because it's like, man, yeah, you if... have you have a pretty you have a pretty good following and you have a good platform. You don't have to bullshit, dude. Like, yeah, and it's just like every dude, every one of the people we knew growing up, or and you know that you meet in your life, that's just a bullshitter, right? Like, that's just mm-hmm. the, like I, I always say this, but there's a guy I used to work with who literally told me he uh, had a repo truck, and he was in the repo department of the auto financing company I worked with. But he's like, I got my own truck on the side. I do gigs on the weekend, and he's like. My girlfriend's super hot, and her and her super hot friends all get in their bikinis and wash it. They just love to do it. And I was like, <laughs> me and my friends would all, we all enjoyed his, sorry, his nonsense. And we'd be like, really, dude? That's crazy. And he'd be like, yeah, and my girlfriend's really rich. Her dad is a helicopter, and he just lets me take it out. So, like, I got to take you out on it one time. I'm like, dude, that sounds awesome. You know, like, but... It's just that, like, it's sad in a way, right? Like, just yeah, just be who good. you are. You don't have to make shit up, you know? Yeah, man. And it's weird because the dude's not that huge. Like, I think when he said when he lost his account, I think it was at, like, 87,000. That's not bad. Pretty cool. 87,000 followers. Yeah. You got a little bit of an, of an account. You, you're friends with pretty big other people who put you on their platform. You have a little thing. Bro... You don't have to pretend you made the Drake meme. That's yeah. a big meme, dude. It's no one like it's okay if you didn't make the well, Drake and, yes no meme. And you could say I made a I made one that got pretty viral, right? Like you could say something like that. That's different, right? That's believable. Like, oh, I made a meme that kind of went viral and, you know, whatever. Great. But you don't have to act like you made the meme, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like one of the memes, bro, but I could be wrong and there's more. I just don't want to go over them, but it's just kind of annoying. You know, it's like every time you hear somebody tell a story, it's, it's the one up guy, you know? Yeah. 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 Or like, um, when some, like when a write like a reader writes in a question and it's like, you know, what's your example of this? You almost see the wheels turning of like, how can, what story am I going to make up? 
And it's it's a bummer because it's like I want to root for the guy. He's like a metalhead stuff and and whatever. And he's like an edge lord, fellow edge lord. But it's like, oh god, it's just kind of frustrating sometimes. And speaking of that, Carrick's been MIA for a long time. I haven't seen him in a minute, dude. Yeah, he's probably in the shower, fucking. He's <laughs> he probably is fucking in the shower, dude. But that's it for my week. I'm sure there's more, but fuck it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Enough. I've been talking for like an hour. So we don't have much to go over. We have some news, um, and we already did our, our reviews, basically. Um, yeah, and there's like maybe, I think, a couple questions. Do we have questions? I oh, put it from, up the other yeah, day. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. like Wasteland oh, asked us about Spider-Man. Yeah, we do have questions. Good call. Yeah. I, this is It's good that you remember these things because I forget. Uh, I was gonna put like a reminder thing earlier to see if we can get more, but I'm like, nah, too. Yeah, yeah. Wasteland, it's okay. Wasteland gave us like a like a good like Spider-Man question or something. Yeah, and he gave us you know there's a couple of good questions in there, so we'll I'm gonna pull that up now. Um, we have but let's not to the news. We have not had uh, any new reviews or anything lately, but you know what? Well, we haven't really been pushing for it, so. Um, I'm okay we haven't had it. any write-ins, but I did make yeah. my girlfriend give us a, give us five stars. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so why don't we go over some of the news? Uh, the, the big one is uh, not great. Uh, someone I don't even know the guy's name. Do you know his name? Um, no, his name is like. Let me see. P uh, PlayStation. Oh, I wrote Sony pedophile. <laughs> yeah. So okay, um, his name was. Uh, uh, George Cacciopo. It's C-A-C-I-O-P-P-O. What was his job again? He was a senior vice president who worked uh, on the PlayStation Network. And he got caught in a pedophilia sting video done on YouTube by like a fake to catch a predator. Like they're not yeah. fake. They're a they're an off-brand. You know, they're just like YouTube people who try to do the same thing. Uh, he set up a meeting... Allegedly, he set up a meeting uh, with a person who he believed was 15 years old on Grinder, and so they show up, and they just like film him. They the video is like two minutes long, but really it's like 30 seconds of the actual video. The rest is like a lead up where they just hype their own shit up, you know? Yeah. Um, but they just, just walk them, up. On it's him. just them going to his house, and he's coming out to the driveway to meet a kid. And they put a spotlight on him, and then he just walks into his house and like, "Hey, George, you're gonna meet a 15 year old boy," but um, and he's in a PS5 shirt, which you know he he's put on thinking on purpose. Like, this is gonna be the thing. Like this kid's gonna love this, you know? Like, yeah, he's. I'm gonna give him a PlayStation or a little, uh, a little play mine at least. It's 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 you know it's obviously it's a bummer to hear terrible things like that happening. It's really bad that terrible things like that happen. So it's not making light of it. Um, I can make it, light of it in this case. You know, I, I'm okay to make light of this specific situation. But you know, my hope is that he had never effectively been able to you know achieve his fantasies. His fucking bullshit, yeah, man. And another thing is with these channels that do this kind of shit, man. These clout chasing channels, it's like. They just fucked up because this guy, there's no criminal charges on this guy yet because he technically didn't do anything. You can't, that's why people have to be real careful with these YouTube pages or the, that they make where they just go out and pose as teens and try to, they like, they make some weird pervert meet them at a wall or Walmart and they confront them with a camera and put it online and they, they get half a million views and you're like, yeah, 
you can't do anything to that guy. I'm going to call the cops on you. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, like, you didn't that's why. The proper channels. If even, anything, you've just given this guy an out. Like, sure, this guy's fucked because anyone who sees this video is not, you know, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, and he's been fired, you know. This guy did lose his job. But in the end, like, he just got away with it. If anything, he'll just take whatever money he has and just move to Singapore. Well, hopefully he's never, you know, gotten to fuck a, you know, 15-year-old kid or whatever. And yeah, he just smartens up. But, like, dude, I was just talking about that. What we oh we were talking to my coworker his um, niece is like a really high level high school basketball player who's like you know getting scouted like she's like first or second in in the country uh, uh, as a player whatever and apparently the coach at her old school she moved schools because her coach was like getting accused of shit and the girl's story he read me the uh, the deposition of the the girl you know it's public record or whatever she says like I. I think she's 15 or 16. She says, I texted him because I got a new phone number and I was texting him to say, hey, this is my number because scouts and college people cannot text or contact the students directly. They have to contact through the coach, right? So, and they have multiple coaches. So she texted them all individually like, hey, it's my new number, you know, whatever, just so that you can have it. And he was like, okay. And then a minute or two later, he texted back like, Yo, you trying to help me come? Basically, like, can you send me a picture of your face and, and all? And I'm like, dude, how fucking horny do you have to be to make that kind of fucking crazy mistake? Because we've I all been laugh at that, but well, we've all been horny. So weird. We've all been horny where like you you think of some stupid shit you're gonna like reach out to some person you want to fuck or you know whatever like right you know where your yeah, brain you're goes to your girlfriend like, or talking to a girl that yeah. like. You might have hooked up with once already, and then you think you're being sexy or some shit. Yeah, you like just say some every embarrassing horny shit. Every text to an ex, right, is a horny moment where you're like, "Oh, maybe they'll let me rip." Right? Yeah. That's like the <laughs> the biggest mistakes you'll make, right? If you're a normal person, who the fuck? Like, how horny do you have to be to ruin your entire life? <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty bad because you are definitely risking and your I've entire said this, life. And I said it off air before, but. If I had a predilection toward children, if I knew myself to be attracted to children, I would kill myself 100%. Because, <laughs> A, that's no life to live, right? Like, if that's what you're attracted to, you're never going to feel fulfillment in terms of romance, right? Like, And and I don't mean this to romanticize that. I just mean there is some part of me that can empathize with having a, a, some kind of attraction like that like i know that it's not necessarily something you control you cannot control who you are attracted to right but yeah, you don't choose, you don't decide to like pizza you try pizza and you realize you like it yeah and and i mean for us for for humans it's like you mature you, you come of age and your hormones sort of dictate and a lot of there there is a lot to it that stems from uh nurture right so um like i don't know whatever i i uh <laughs> I liked tan lines for a long time. I like I liked really stark tan lines on boobs, right? It was just a thing when I was a kid because the first porno mag I ever had, the lady had like one of the ladies in it had like really stark tan lines on her tits and that was like hot to me, you know? I've kind of yeah. grown out of it now. It's not something I go into, but I mean, even if 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 I see him, I'm like that's cool, you know, whatever. But that's <laughs> something that stuck with me, right? And it's because it was one of my first sexual experiences was J&O okay. to this magazine, right? So I think there is some of that and you know a lot of people it's very 90s the yeah tan lines yeah, yeah, very yeah. 90s. this was early 90s um you know i'm sure 
a lot of pedophilia stems from molestation in their own life, you know, and things like that. There is some yeah, tie 100%. there, but that doesn't ma- that doesn't absolve you of of being a shitty person, right? And so, like, yeah. if I had those predilections, I'd a try and you know go and get therapized out of it. Uh, and then if I could, Is that a word therapized. I don't know. I'm just. It, I think so. Yeah. But, but you know, like if not, I would either get chemically castrated, so I had no uh, attraction to anyone. Yeah, I would yeah. just. And then I'd be like fucking workhorse. I'd be like fuck it, you know, like. And now I don't have this. I'm just gonna fucking succeed, baby. I'd get super rich and just <laughs> not fuck anyone. Be asexual, or if I couldn't effectively end it, I'd kill myself because I would be terrified. That that's something I would act on, you know. Yeah. I would never want like because I feel like you have to inherently know that's fucking a shitty thing to do. You're you're a piece of shit, you know. Like, yeah, you have to. You cannot look at a child, and, and I know that I'm sure like people who have attractions to like teenage children would be like, well, but they're like, oh, it, like you know what I mean? There's, I'm sure there's yeah. a spectrum of people that are like, you know, in the 1800s, men married... For, it's like, fuck it. And they also fucking <laughs> died of dysentery, you know? And they also died of the yeah, black You're talking about, like, the, the difference, the, the fucking pedophile versus hemophile shit. Yeah. So, where like, pedophiles like children, prepubescent children, and hemophiles like basically uh, fertile humans that are under consenting age. Yeah, it's just so creepy. I was just talking about yeah. how, like, I can't even, I don't even find myself, like, attracted to 20, 20 to 25 year old women I see in the world. You know, like, yeah. I can see, like, well, oh, that's just a try pretty girl. talking to them, bro. Yeah, yes. I can see, like, objectively, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty girl, you know, whatever. Like, we, like, I look at it because I have a 21 year old niece. And so, like, I just always think, like, imagine. <laughs> Be- okay, because I'm not a sleep around type person. Even if you know, I'm married, obviously, so I definitely don't sleep around. But you know what I mean. I, I, even when I was single, I would not be able to have casual sex. So I don't think of things in like the I will fuck them. I think of them like I would have to have a conversation <laughs> to like get on a two two or three weeks into dating to like hook yeah. up. And in that time, I would literally want to drive my car off a bridge. Like listening to them talk, I was just like no, because I wouldn't want to listen to me talk when I was twenty. You know, this isn't about anyone. So just. I just can't imagine justifying in your head, right? So all that to say, this fucking guy had a bomb-ass career, probably has a spouse, you know, or probably has, like, a family in some way, and ruined his own shit over this. Like, yo, you want to fuck, you know, you want to get some dick? Get some dick, dude. Get on Grinder. Like, fucking get with some adults. Go get your fucking, get your suck and fuck on. Go crazy, right? <laughs> but, like... If someone tells you they're 15, first of all, I remember chatting on like AOL when I was like, I think I was 18, 19, and just chatting with someone and like nothing crazy had happened. And the, you know, we were just on like a direct message after being in a chat room. And this girl was like, I'm 15 or 16. And I was like, blocked. (laughs) I literally just was like, oh no, bye. And just blocked them. I'm like, miss me. You know, like I don't even talk. I'm not here to be your friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not here to be friends with 15 year olds. Like I'm just not. <laughs> so just it just. Hey man, she's mature for her age, you know. <laughs> yeah, no one has ever been a mature 15 year old. No one. <laughs> Anyone who says that, you know, like whenever it's like I'm, 
like you ever meet, <laughs> you ever remember like do you remember being 15 16 and meeting like and knowing people and they're like i'm like an old soul and you're like you're fucking annoying oh, is what you are you're a no loser. i knew like a 19 year old like that a 19 yeah. year old chick who was like who what you're describing yeah, yeah. a person who's like yeah i'm like really mature like i've been adulting since i was 16 jesse and yeah. i'm like okay just, just the fact that you were blowing dudes in their 20s when you were 16 doesn't mean you were adulting. And, like, Shut the fuck guess up. what? I also got kicked out of my house at 18 and, like, barely 18 and had to pay bills. I never said I was adulting. I was internally <laughs> screeching, terrified for my life. That is what I was the entire time. Like, you know, I, I just, yeah. All of that to say is fuck this guy. I hope he fucking. Fuck this guy for real. I yeah, hope he loses I mean, everything. The problem is, though, dude, is. He's not like he probably won't ever work again, but he's probably pretty set, you know. Yeah, and I mean, good thing there's no fifteen-year-old to tie this to, but there's not nothing to be held, nothing to be held accountable for. If anything, there's a possibility that this guy could sue this YouTube channel. Yeah, so, which is crazy. But if they have, if they do have receipts in some way, he probably wouldn't. Oh, they're. There's a Dropbox. You can go read them. I just didn't want to read the shit. Yeah, he, he probably it's it's, it's, won't because they have they can tie it to him in some way. But there's a reason the first season of To Catch a Predator, nobody got arrested. They they weren't working with cops. So when yeah. they tried to, I believe they were basically told, like, no, you can't like you can't do this. Like and originally it was just supposed to be a one time report. You know, it was just like to see they found out about this. Um, the the company that would write people and and do all the stuff and they were doing this on their own as like a vigilante team and they were they would turn over the records, um, but so they filmed it the first time and no one gets arrested. That's why the second investigation is when they worked with the police, and because yeah. they were like, they they probably got shit from the public because like watching it you're like why the fuck is nothing happening to these people like you know you're literally catching them trying to. You know, you're shaming them. Yeah. And then you're releasing them. And then all you've done is just give them a heads up to like watch their back. Yeah. So, so yeah, but fuck this guy. And I mean, for me, it's, it doesn't taint PlayStation to me at all. This guy wasn't a creative. He was, uh, he was some sort of suit in charge of, man, I forgot what it was. It's like something. Well, it said it was a P, he was a PlayStation Network. Uh, senior executive, so who knows what the fuck, or vice president, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fuck them. Fuck em. I, I'm all for rehabilitation. <laughs> like, I believe that our prison system needs to be reformed because it exists now as like a way to ruin someone's life, which certain, um, certain crimes, right? I believe it's like, yeah, you ruined your life, you killed someone, like murder is one thing right and rape and 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 you know ch- child predators like that kind of stuff i think can remain as like you are on a fucking list and you know whatever but prison is supposed to be reformatory like you're supposed to come out and be able to like have a life but as it stands now yeah. like, you're fucked right but child yeah. molesters get rid of them fuck them yeah there's certain things that are inexcusable and it's you know hurting especially hurting think innocence especially like innocent um those who are innocent which are children the children are innocent yeah. they're pretty much the only ones 
like the only people that I really do give a pass to are kids. Like kids are the only people that I, I mean, I fucking hate them a lot of times and they're really, really stupid. They're very annoying, but well, they, they're just, they're fucking kids, man. That's why when like, they're not yours, around. it's like, you don't have to like pretend they're not assholes sometimes, you know? Yeah. But like, you know, I don't curse around them. I don't smoke around them. I'm not mean around them. They're children. And, uh, anybody who's going to hurt a fucking child, I mean, I don't even know like about rehabilitating. That's kind of one of those, sorry, man, like you got to go. Like maybe we can yeah. put put them on an island together. Just use Epstein's island and put them all there, you know, yeah. put them all there or something. But uh, fuck this guy, man, it sucks. And I don't know, I, I didn't read it or anything, but I believe it's clearly him. I believe it's clearly that he had him over for sex, and I believe may have sent photos of himself or some shit. So it's it's something where it's not just like they got this guy to just send some pervy texts. It's like very clear this dude knew exactly that what was coming over. And, um, that sucks, but it's cool they they fired him right away. They didn't, you know, they didn't do the 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 good old uh, Activision. You, I, I'm not going to get into it because it's just it's it's so deep and I don't know I don't know all of it. But like, have you been have you seen anything about what's going on with Activision for the last few months? No. Same shit, dude. An executive buddy accused of like. Straight up for real, just straight up like art, like rape and sexual assault shit. Not just like creepy jokes in the office, like crazy shit. And Activision was like trying to like hold him down and be there for him. And I think by now they like get rid of him. But there's a really huge thing going on with Activision. Um, they made sure not to comment until after Call of Duty Vanguard came out and got its first week sales. Then they made a comment. That's another thing that everyone noticed that like stuff was going on about this dude and um, some ac- really, really hardcore accusations by m- multiple, multiple people and all the shit. And Activision wasn't saying shit. They went ahead and dropped Call of Duty, waited a week to get their sales, and then they said something about it, which is Oof, real scummy. Yeah, Battlefield's getting shit on, too. I've heard very bad things about it. Well, they put a bad game out. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Activision Blizzard is is really fucked right now. They're in such a big problem right now that people are thinking like, is there's a slight possibility, dude, that they that like Blizzard goes under. Like, this might be such a big problem that the whole company may be overhauled. Um, it sucks, man. It just, I mean, but it's good that the fact that the more social media we have and the more phones and the more, I don't know, like people are coming out and exposing just fucking assholes with money and power, I guess. I just don't get it when you're that rich and you're so up high in such a big company and you got all that cash, bro. Why are you harassing people? Just go get some sex, dude. When you have money, sex is so easy to get. I guess it's just so different. It's I guess it's they just want the challenge of wanting something they're not supposed to have, I guess. I just I don't get it. Yeah, Oof. it's. I don't get it, man. It's. Ugh. I don't get it. I don't I mean, get it. It's so yeah. I don't like like the, the not to be super weird, but like the child guy. Okay, I kind of get it. It's kids, and that's the only thing he can do. But the guy who's like like the idiot at, at Activision. It's like, hey, dude, you're an executive for one of the biggest video game companies in the world. You don't even gotta flush your money. That's rock star shit. Yeah. There's gamers of all sexes and and people and types like 
yeah. there's probably groupies out there that out there that are like, you're the marketing manager for Call of Duty. Wah, wah, wah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And sure, that's an abuse of power, but maybe not really. Some, eh. I'm sure it's okay if a girl wants to blow John Mayer. That's not too bad. Let her go ahead and get her life. But well, like, yeah, the, you the might difference be the John is Mayer it, of marketing, dude. No, no, no. That's not an abuse of power. That's that's an abuse of stardom, maybe. But power would be like like what you're saying. Why why fucking try and fuck your employees and do all that shit? You know, like that's where it becomes a problem. Is like I'll give you a fucking raise if you suck on down. You know. But yeah, yeah, if you just are like, I make Call of Duty, and someone's like, I would love to suck your semen out of your balls, <laughs> and you're like, Yes, I would also like that. I think it's fine <laughs> if they are yeah, consenting cool. adult, and you exert no force on them. If you're just like, I love making games, like I love playing games. Can I extract the semen out of your balls <laughs> into my mouth? <laughs> Yeah, it's like the thing. Did you see the thing with um, God Brass Attack or whatever at the concert doing the Rage Against the Machine with the piss on the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where this chick, this singer, she's like the singer of a band that plays Rage Against the Machine covers on brass instruments. <laughs> yeah. And she just like pulled the guy out of the audience and was like, can I piss on your face? And he was like, fuck yeah, dude. And like she proceeds to just like, horse piss all over this guy's face he he seems to enjoy it goes back in the crowd and then people are like saying it's a crime i do understand it's a crime because it's indecent exposure and you can't do that in public i well, do it's understand probably that. illegal to piss on people mm, but what it, but he sodomy was is illegal in a lot of states still like blowjobs are still illegal i think in some states like on the books you know there, there's no one like Go ahead and yeah. uh, go ahead and arrest my wife. She was sucking my dick last night, and that's uh, that's true. That's Sodomy is illegal in a lot of states, and so I imagine happy. pissing on someone is probably illegal. You know, we are pretty puritanical in our laws. You know, like they they do still remain uh, wholly puritanical in a lot of ways. So I just am like, if if I was in the crowd, I don't care who it is. You know, like if it's someone I'm super attractive, they're like, can I piss in your face? I'm like, absolutely no, no. you cannot, and <laughs> I am less attracted to you. But I'll eat your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gross! No, but but yeah, like, so. yeah, I saw that and I was like, I mean, I, how? That's like those things. Where it's like, how the fuck did you find each other? How did you ask the one dude? Probably out of a hundred, you know, there's probably a hundred of them in that crowd. Maybe you know. I mean, but did you see him though? No, was he disgusting? No, he was just a big, fat, bald dude. Like he, like a kind, not that he's a big, bald, like kind of biker looking, maybe almost juggalo looking. Like he looked like you would probably let him piss on your face. And also, she was really attractive, or at least, yeah. Looking up on a stage, she was like, I don't really recall her face that much, but she was, you know. I just remember she had crazy chin length hair that was like it almost looked like like puffy Kurt Cobain hair, you know, it was just like wavy yeah. chin length. But uh, yeah, just no thanks. I mean, if yeah, she was no like, thanks. hey, I can mean, I piss in your face and I'll give you 10 grand? I'll be like, fucking let's go. Yeah, but it's gross. That's you're, a call to arms. If you can prove you're not diseased and you want to give me 10 to 100 <laughs> grand, I will let you do a lot of weird shit to me. Yeah, as long as you're not diseased or uh, there's no video like I'm not, I'm not sucking enough. your dick or letting you know someone I'm not necessarily attracted to suck my dick. But you want to piss on any part of my body for ten <laughs> grand? Let's fucking go. My face, <laughs> we might have to scale up. You know. 
Now, yeah, if I'm supposed but, um, to open my mouth, we're definitely you're spending more money. <laughs> and I'm not opening my eyes. I feel like that's a dangerous thing. But seriously, yeah. if anyone wants to piss on my face for ten or <laughs> piss on my body for ten grand, piss in my <laughs> face for let's say twenty five. Twenty okay. I mean, I'm I'm down, like bro. <laughs> I'm down, but if I'm opening my mouth, we're going up to a hundred. Though I'm not drinking, anybody. I'm not gargling anyone's piss for less than a hundred grand. So there's some things I would yeah. like, you know, when the when people are like, for a million dollars, would you let? I'm like, yeah, dude, yes. <laughs> but that's the objective view. Getting down to subjectivity, like when I'm looking at someone's dick and I got a stick in my mouth, I'd probably be like, I don't know. Can I see that money again? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, because you got to think, man, you're going to run through a million dollars in like maybe three or four years, dude. You got to be careful. No, I'm smart, bro. I got a good ass job. I'll just keep working and fucking squirrel that shit away. But like, yeah, sucking a dick is a big investment. You know, that's like a, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, oh, man. All right. The question is, would you rather get fucked or suck someone's dick? Like, which oh, one takes more? I don't know, because... <laughs> Oh man, because if you suck a dick, you gotta do it. So you yeah, have that's to what I'm saying. Be, you have to actually do the thing. If you if you're taking it, you can pretend you can like dislike it and be like no the whole time. But if you're if you're sucking <laughs> it, you gotta actually do it. I like that you're like no, but like and, <laughs> yeah. and extrapolate that out again. Like I would definitely eat some nasty out. You know, eat some nasty pussy out rather than try to fuck it because I gotta get a boner for that. You know, so that's like, that's the hard part. You can pussy out, close my eyes, man. I'll just fucking go. Give me some money. Let's do it. You know. Yeah. So that's the that's the trade off there. I don't know, like you said, because to 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 really actively suck something, you gotta do the work. Yeah, you have to do and, the work. And, and I always say, like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make you think. <laughs> like, if you're paying me for it, I'm gonna make you think I love it. <laughs> that's just charity, you know. Like <laughs> that's just part of the transaction. Oh man! <laughs> so, anyways, no, no, we're dude. a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Nerds podcast. We're I just I, I I used to joke about that, like you know, because my one of my coworkers, uh, my old coworkers, he thought it was so funny that I would just be like, yeah, like he'd be like, all right. For a hundred million dollars, would you let an entire NFL team fuck you in the ass? I'm like, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, there might be some medical issues afterwards, but I got a hundred a million dollars, and I got insurance, bro. Let's fucking a hundred million dollars. Yeah, there's not much I wouldn't do. Well, yeah, I mean, it just depends. And he'd yeah. be like, no, no, and I'm like, bro. We nah, make, man, you gay, dude. You gay. I'm man. like, we All make right. forty grand here, dude. <laughs> I will never like if I stay working here, I'll never see a hundred million dollars. I could die a hundred lifetimes and not see a hundred million dollars, you know. And all I need to do for that is let a fucking gang of you know football players fucking hit it. Let's go. Oof. I'm gonna take some fucking Percocet, one, just, rub some just gel. one bad day. <laughs> Just one bad the day. The only dude. thing between me and a billionaire or a hundred millionaire is one bad day. Just one bad day, dude. The separates you from the rest of your life. But dude. that's what's so funny is I used to think that. Like you always say, like you know, you always joke about normies or whatever. But that's what I think when I think of normies is people who pretend like, like that, like is controversial, right? Like, no, I would never. Yes, you would. Like, <laughs> I'd never suck a dude's dick for a million dollars. Hundred percent, you would. Come on, dude. <laughs> If you were shown a million dollars and you, yeah, tax free, 
tax free, bro. That's like <laughs> that's free real estate, bro. I could, I could, oh, I could potentially shit. retire. I'm almost forty years old. I don't got a, you know, I don't got like fifty, sixty years left in me. I mean, hopefully, right? But like, even then, good years. It's like I could definitely live a good chunk of years. I would probably stay working with a million dollars tax free in the bank. I'd probably stay working until I was fifty, and then just chill. Just kick it. Just, just kick it. Fucking buy a house <laughs> when the market dips again, right? Buy a house somewhere with some land, build on it, and then let the rest of my money chill, and then fucking be good. Just pay my bills, you know, pay my bills on my regular shit, and fucking go. Yeah, but the the whole thing is is the um. It's the fact that you would have that that memory in your head every yeah. minute of every. But you know day. what else I'd remember? My fucking bomb ass house. <laughs> My memory would be like, yeah, I sucked the dick one time, but I also got this fucking house, and I got a pool with a water slide, and there's a trampoline next to it, bro. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know, man. It's that's that's the thing though is that the the trauma that you live with, you know. Yeah. Well, and that guy thought I was so funny because the first day we worked together, like the first day we had all talked, really, because I'd worked there for maybe a month. But, you know, you're like new and no one's talking. So him and his other friend were talking about what would you do if someone like shot you and paralyzed you and then raped you? And so they're like, Aaron, what would you I'm like? Probably nothing. I mean, I wouldn't really feel it at that point. I just <laughs> hope he didn't kill me. <laughs> just like, yeah, like and like go to town, dude. Just please don't kill me. And he thought that was the funniest thing. He's like, no, nah, I would try to make him kill me. I'm like, why? If you can't, t- <laughs> just close your eyes. If you can't feel it, you know. Yeah, just fucking, and I and I'm like, did he just shoot me? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'd probably be in insane pain. I'd probably just pass out, you know? <laughs> like, I'd have a lot more to worry about than a guy fucking my ass that I can't feel. Like, <laughs> and he thought that was the oh, funniest shit. thing. He's like, dude, you're so crazy. I'm like, no, I'm just, no, I mean, you're I'm just being asking honest. stupid questions, hey, dude. I'm, you're asking a dumbass question. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I would probably be screaming because <laughs> I have a bullet lodged in my fucking spine. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh shit! Um, so yeah, what well, what what else was there? There was um oh there, um we did get thing, and then what else the other yeah thing? so you sent me an NFT thing we'll talk about a little oh did you already is that we were covering no that's no, what we saw what was that's the next saw. thing um the only other thing I had was <clears> that well a no sorry we have two things for the MCU oh yeah the and, PlayStation thing also so we have Spider Man uh. Tom Holland will be back. They have at least three more Spider-Man films together with Sony and the MCU. Holy shit! So he's gonna have six. Yeah, they're they're. I think they're working to have their universes sort of tangentially connected, right? And I think they're going to utilize that to make the non-Spider-Man Spider-Man films like Venom, Morbius, and stuff kind of tie in. So there is some hype around them. Um, but I wonder how, you know, how connected they'll be. Um, but Spider-Man, he's still going to be our MCU Spider-Man for a while. And on that, we also had Kevin Feige confirm that if Daredevil shows up at all in the MCU, it will be Charlie Cox who played Daredevil in the Netflix TV series, which is really cool because people are, were hoping that in No Way Home, that the arms you see of Peter's attorney was going to be, uh, charlie cox's matt murdoch but then they showed and that's like a detective um 
and they're hoping that um, Kingpin will show up in Hawkeye. He has not yet. Um, and, you know, maybe that'll be the end, like the kind of the big thing, because it is all about organized crime. Um, so that would be cool, too. And Vincent D'Onofrio was a great Kingpin. And I really do hope they if they do it, they do it with him because he was so good. Yeah. And so those are my two big ones. You had we have a PlayStation. Um, Yeah. So a PlayStation one that's pretty cool. I forgot what it was called. I think it's called like Spartacus or some shit. Yeah, I didn't even see. Um, PlayStation Spartacus. Uh, basically, PlayStation is going to um. Yeah, they're gonna try to compete with uh, Xbox with Game, Game Pass. Pass, which is pretty cool. It's something that they should have been done a long time ago. So what they're going to uh, potentially what's happening is is they're gonna try to combine. PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. So it'll be a more expensive tier or it'll be tiered. So Which they've already lost. At, they've already lost because Game Pass is 10 bucks. Yeah, but it's also tiered as well because it's Game Plus doesn't Game Pass doesn't automatically bring Xbox Gold. So you don't have all Game Pass Ultimate because you don't have an Xbox because you, oh. don't, also, you don't you don't you don't need the ultimate shit. You don't need the online access. You don't need the online access. So other people could just possibly just get like you could just get PlayStation Now right now for ten bucks a month. And PlayStation Now has more titles on it than Xbox. But what uh, is PlayStation Now? Is it is it like day and date games? Like game It's pass? not day and date. That's the only difference. It's not day and date games. They have more games than Xbox Game Pass, but it's not day and date. It's just games. It's it's just games you can stream, and some of them you can play. You can play them natively on your system, but only PS4 and five games. Yeah, see that they're, they're not gonna stream. they're not gonna get that market share back because Xbox is just a better valuation. You get a lot of big titles. Day Dude, and the fucking Halo just fucking came out free. Yeah, bangers like. That'd be like them saying, yeah, with uh, this Spartacus shit, you get Horizon Forbidden West for free day of. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. Um, I'm okay with not getting games. I'm still okay with buying games. I think that... Oh, I am too. I think, I think just... it devalues games when you get them for free like that. I think, I think people will... Like, everyone will play it. But I think that you have more it's an example that i always say like when i used to be a fucking rapper and like have like a mixtape and be on the street selling them selling my cd and shit you give somebody a free cd they are not going to listen to it if they pay at least a dollar for it they are going to listen to that fucking yeah because they they have an investment in it exactly but so, and, and i'm okay like, to pay for video games too i'm gonna buy elden ring three times for sure like yeah and you know I, i'm okay like i'm probably gonna buy outriders because I got it on Game Pass, and it's like 20 bucks, you know? But I want them to make more content, even though I did rage a little bit the other night. <laughs> There's oh, a. Did. Oh, dude. The last, like the highest difficulty thing is so dumb. It's the boss that took us an hour, right? But like on mm -hmm. a different thing. But this guy. <sighs> they have these melee guys. You know the ones that run in and they attack you, right? Well, there's new yeah. versions of them. And they have spears. They have these like spear weapons. And they do a three hit chain attack that stuns you every hit. You literally can't get away from them. And they'll they'll kill you in one volley. And it it just ruins everything. Like and they keep spawning. So it's like he does the same thing. He spawns orbs that shoot at you and then enemies and orbs that shoot at you. And 
the t- by the time you can kill the d- just two of those melee guys that have already wiped half your team, if you can kill them, you have like two to three spawns of orbs, and there's like fifteen orbs on the screen. It's so dumb. It's just bad okay. game design, and I'm like, that's why I didn't buy it because I was like, I was going to, and then I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> I was like, I hope the guy who designed this boss fight got divorced. <laughs> it was fucking wife left him. <laughs> That shit makes me mad. I'm like, that's bad game design. You're not making a difficult boss. Like, FromSoft makes difficult bosses. Some of them are bullshit, right? Like, some of them are pretty bullshit. But none of them are, like, bullshit to the point where you're like, you didn't even try. Like, you didn't try to make this difficult. You just threw a melee guy in that stun lock kills you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not, like, a means to stop it. There's not, you know, like, you can't interrupt it. It just happens. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been there. I haven't played. I've I've that far. Still way. I'm still like on like chapter four. Um, yeah, yeah. And sorry, that like, was just a tangent. But yeah, I mean, also good. hope you know they're they're sweetening the pot, which is nice, right? Like they're gonna have their little competition. They won't have a PC version of it, which is fine. We'll see. Hope. I mean, you never know. The, a lot of companies are starting to make stuff uh, focus on PC stuff. But uh, what will be cool is yeah, it'll be. They're going to bring back PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. And they'll have basically every generation of PlayStation will be represented. And it'll just be one big service that will just give you tons of stuff. But we don't know too much about it yet. So we don't know. Is it going to be a lot of first-party titles? Or will, will it be a lot of third-party titles? No idea. <clears throat> so what I'm hoping for is that we get all of those PS1 RPGs. Uh, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. We get Xenogears back. We need to get fucking... Weekend, we need to get goddamn Valkyrie profile back. Valkyrie profile has not been you have you have not been able to play Valkyrie profile on anything other than the PS1. Bro, Legend of Legaia 1 and 2, those games are fucking great. Yeah, dude. I still have my PS2 um my PS2 disc of that. Uh even when I cracked open my PS2 a couple of years ago, two years ago, I was playing Legend of Legaia 2, and it's still so it's awesome. So good, man. Uh yeah, we need all those games back. We need, you know, even on the PS2, was it? Yeah, Xenosaga. Give us those shitty-ass yeah. RPGs back. Let's play them. Let's go. I like, saw, I've never played any of those, but I read, uh, like, a retrospective on them, and people were like, they're fucking great. Like, the first two, I, I, I believe, were, like, a little dumbed down, and then they just went full, like, Xeno. You know, they, they like, because there's, like, four of them, right? I think there's three and four. Yeah, there's... There's definitely three, so I would oh, not it be might surprised be, if there was a fourth. It might be three and then Xenoblade Chronicles. So it might have been one yeah. that was like kind of goofy, and then two and three are supposedly really good. Yeah. Um they're they're pretty they're also kind of rough. They're 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 very JRPG and they're very difficult, but they're cool. It's like just bring all those games back that are just sitting around not getting played. Um so hopefully PlayStation can go ahead and do that. So we're looking at getting more news on that hopefully this year or next year probably. Yeah, it'll probably be in 2022. Um, what was the last the one? The last one was the uh, Ubisoft NFT Oh, game. and then the NFT shit. I'm not even going to go into all the super details, but with that NFT shit that they're doing now, which is non-fungible tokens, which is really stupid. It's just money laundering. Is- um. Ubisoft is the first company bringing that into their games. So basically, you're going to be able to like purchase unique items. So maybe a skin for a gun or a helmet 
cosmetic or a, a cosmetic for your character. And that's it. You'll be the only person who has the code for this one item. Dude, and you know who's going to care? Zero people. Because Ubisoft yeah, oh, it's already suck. got it's got a 95 dislike ratio right yeah, now. Because there's a stupid ass idea. <clears throat> yeah, so they're trying to bring in basically not just pay for cosmetics, but straight up like like pay $150 for a helmet skin in a yeah. game in a game that's only going to be relevant for maybe 2 years. Yeah. Because they're going to iterate on it, you know what I mean? Cuz yeah, it'll be in a Far bonkers. Cry game, right? Or in, you know, an Assassin's Creed game and it's like you make a new one every fucking 2 years. Yeah, and Assassin's Creed the the freaking the cosmetics are already hella expensive for the ones that everybody just has. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to fail. Like certain things. So I'm trying to think what what an example that I was just thinking of something similar. It's extremely predatory. It's pretty bad. Be, and it's so like opportunistic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's just such a like. Oh well, these are popular right now. Let's make money on it. You know. Yeah. So fuck them for that. Um, I mean, I do like Ubisoft sometimes. They make some good games, but they really are pretty shitty sometimes. So the fact that they are doing that kind of sucks. But it's only it's the market will dictate. So we'll see. I think that's what I was thinking of. The way the market dictates is look at uh, Aeon Must Die. Nobody is buying that game. Nobody is playing that game, even though it looks fucking awesome. It's the game we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, so hopefully the market will continue to dictate and they could, uh, you know, I hope, I hope they have to eat real, real, real big plates of dick and real big yeah. plates of shit for that. And I hope, you know, I don't necessarily wish people to have bad fortune, but, um, I hope that, that just gets removed and canceled because that's going to ruin our video games, but games are already getting ruined. So yeah, I, it's, I do. do hope bad on certain people, but not really. I say a lot of shit that I don't mean, but that's. I hope that fails spectacularly. I don't like need anybody. To, well, I'd be okay if the person who came up with the idea lost their job at Ubisoft. <laughs> you know, maybe they learn. Maybe they learn not to fucking have dumbass ideas anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, so let's go into our uh, comments and questions from last week, and then we'll be done. It'll be a nice short episode, actually, two hours and something. Um, Let's do it. We love you guys, so it's not whatever, but we're both tired. That's all. All right, so Ernesto uh, wrote in and said, Hey, nerds, Ernesto here. Just saw Eternals, and it was really good. Uh, Spoke to me, actually, and was a real palate cleanser after watching Resident Evil and running out embarrassed while wearing my Resident Evil shirt. (laughs) Anyhow, thanks for the content. Love you guys. Yeah, I've heard nothing but bad things, except for from good friend of the show, Sammy Savage 88, Seth, from Who's Next Gaming Entertainment, actually liked it. And I did. He's also a huge Resident Evil fan, though. I did hear it actually does follow a good chunk of the lore. They just mash a couple of the, you know, parts of each game up into it, which a lot of people were pissed off about because, like, just make Resident Evil 1's a pretty short concise story and it does get oh. kind of goofy you're in a fucking mansion that turns into you know like it goes into yeah. labs and shit like resident evil one is perfect it's just one set so they can save money on the budget just get just get one big ass house yeah 
And uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know why it's a problem for them to do it right. Well, I mean, the first Resident Evil was pretty cool. And they, with, they, um, they, did, they did Leon dirty in this, by the way. He's apparently a fucking idiot. Like, oh no, he falls asleep on the job. Like he he gets transferred to Raccoon City because he accidentally shot his partner in the ass with a shotgun or something stupid, and like so they won't give him a gun. And then there's like an explosion right outside. You know, we see it in the trailer. Like the guy crashes that gas truck and explodes. He doesn't notice. Like it's a running gag in the movie that he's a fucking idiot. They like say it. No, and that's kind of weird because he's. Yeah, he's not like that at all. I mean, he's not super cop, but he's just he's a competent. Yeah, he's part of stars. There, you know, like or was he RFPD? Was he right? No, yeah, yeah, he's he's a police guy. Okay, Chris Redfield's stars. Yeah, stars. Yeah, sorry, Chris and Jill. But yeah, like Um, I don't know, and he's not even blonde. (laughs) Oh well, I can let that slide on the visual, but making him like a buffoon is kind of dumb that's yeah. kind of like what's the point man why are you like who's this for <laughs> yeah it's i don't know it looks really bad i'll watch it on tv at some point you know i'll watch it i mean not even watch it on tv man i, I never watched the other one disintegration or whatever no uh, i watched resident evil one through three i think and by three i already was like all right at two they had pretty much jumped the shark for me that first one's oh, yeah. okay i didn't first like the like cool. I didn't like the like, uh, anest- am- amnesia, all that. Like, just make her an agent that goes to the house, you know? Like, yeah, I don't. Oh know. no! By the end of it, she was clo- she was cloned in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, she's like a special person that the T virus is like. She's immune to it because it's made out of her, and what I don't remember. It's like wild. Yeah, but yeah, so I thought yeah we thought Eternals was pretty good. It, it- yeah. It wasn't amazing. Like, it didn't blow my mind. It's no, it's like on the lower end of the MCU canon for me, you know, of all of the movies. But it's better than, you know, some of the stuff. It's better than most of the Thor movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. So, uh, Wasteland wrote in and said, Are we playing Outriders tonight? We did the night that he wrote this because we didn't record. Um, no, we didn't actually. He was. He was um, streaming, and I didn't feel like uh, I just wasn't feeling like awake. You know, I was like kind of tired and not funny. I wasn't feeling like trying to be entertaining, so I don't yeah. think I I joined him. I just played. We may have played without streaming. I can't remember, but anyways. So then he said, "Real question uh, for the show: Did you guys get your tickets for Spider Man?" He said, "I know the answer, but it's content for the show." And what are you? What are some surprises you think we might get? What do you hope they don't do in the movie? To cookie cutter Marvel, too many villains, too many Spider Man, something like that. And do you think this one will end as a contained story, hint at future things, or be completely open ended with a part two intended? So that's a couple of them. So we do have tickets. I got us our tickets. Hell yeah. We're we seeing them the Sunday uh, on the weekend. They come out at 2 p.m. Maybe Fuck it might yeah, be 2 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and all right. So surprises. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's spoiled already. I think it's going to be all this. I think everyone's coming back. Yeah, I and I hope for that. I think that would be Garfield. cool. And yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope those Spider Man sacrifice themselves because they're older. You know, like we get a Toby uh, Maguire who's maybe grizzled and older, and like you know, he's like in his late forties. You know, been Spider Man forever, and he just sees this young kid. 
version of himself you know this this bright-eyed bushy-tailed spider-man and he sees what he has to do you know maybe sacrifices himself and maybe garfield does so to save this uh this universe's gwen stacy or something you know like that would be cool um because i don't need we don't need like more spider-man but i mean you know what sony might see that and then say look you guys can have uh tom holland and we'll make spider-man movie movies with some of our other guys like i'm sure toby would do like a newer spider-man movie you know i'm sure i damn oh, sure i don't know i don't know if they could afford him the well, kind of money he would want well yeah i'm sure but they know they'll make so much money you know what i mean Bro, bring Raimi back. Have him do a whole new, like, grizzled old Spider-Man. You know, like, older Spider-Man. That would be so much fun. That would be fun. I just don't know if they would do it. But, like, to me, I mean, that's just money on the table, right? Like, if you can set it up right, you could make two universes of Spider-Man films and separate them, you know? Yeah, and tell different stories. You know, like, if they're too afraid to tell stuff with them. I I don't really see them being able to do Venom stuff with Tom Holland's child ass. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they could maybe do it with Toby. Yeah. And I watched... Oh, I did watch Amazing Spider-Man 2 last week. Um, And it was better than I thought it was going to be just because I I expected it to be really bad. And it wasn't great by any stretch. You know what I mean? But I really do like Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. I agree with... Uh, Wayson has said this that he cries too much, and you know it is he's very sad boy. But I mean, <laughs> Peter Parker had a pretty shitty life, you know, like he's got a lot of bad shit going on. Um, yeah, he does have a pretty bad life. But I really did love uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield's chemistry a lot. Like I thought their relationship, and it is the core of those movies. You know that those are sort of relationship movies with superhero like side content. Um, but yeah, I mean they weren't great. The first one's okay, but you you did send me a video I need to watch. I'll watch it tomorrow. That kind of yeah, breaks yeah, it down. Yeah, watch the Cosmonaut Variety Hour uh, critique. It's a little rough because, like, when you start watching the video, it's um, I mean the the screenshot of the video is why it sucks, but like, it's not that like the it, the video is kind of like the he does kind of think the movie sucks, but he kind of explains to you why it sucks. Yeah, you but, mentioned um, it was like red letter media, and it's in that kind yeah. of vein. So don't automatically be like, "Oh, this is going to be negative," but just watch it because it is funny. But he will kind of explain to you how, like, yeah, dude, this is kind of the worst Spider-Man. This is the worst Peter Parker that anyone's written, and it's not really up for debate. Like, it really isn't up for debate. Yeah. Um, even though it always is because it's all, everything art is subjective and stuff, but. Kind of not. You know what um, I would like to see, sorry, for surprises to answer this question, is maybe some Spider-Man we've never seen, you know? Like, do some alternate universe ones, right? Like, have five of them. Fucking have, like, a robo-Spider-Man, like a guy that's got, like, cyborg arms or something, you know? Like, just do weird shit. Include, yeah. You know, and maybe they're just, like, fodder, right? Like, where we only see them briefly, but that would be kind of fun, right? Hint at yeah. even broader worlds. That would be fine. I mean, now that I think of it, just because we have to do things that are fun they'll definitely put spider pig in it even if just for a frame i don't think they would because spider ham was part of into the spider verse which we did get a trailer for the sequel which is called through the spider verse oh i didn't Um, realize there's a sequel sequel for that 
Yeah, it's it's uh, coming out 2022, and we got a trailer drop this week. It's great. It's a teaser, so it's very short. Not much happens in it, but, you know, it's exciting. Um, it's cool. And then I would like to see maybe a couple villains we've never seen on screen, right? Again, in, yeah. like, the, the chaos, you know, maybe we see, like, a, a hobgoblin, you know? Or uh, the fucking... Um, well, we have Morbius... I don't know. You know, just some, I don't know, hint at Hobgoblin would be cool. We'll never get Hobgoblin because Hobgoblin, it's just. It's just Green Goblin again, you know, but not green. Yeah. That's what I was, was always bummed about. I always liked Hobgoblin way better because he's Me too. like yeah. creepier looking and he's more of a monster. But um, I don't know if we'll see cooler villains because there are squeezing in all the Sinister Six, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, I'd love to see a scorpion, you know? That'd be neat. Because we've never seen Scorpion. We had a bad rhino at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I'd like to see a dude in a rhino costume who's got superpowers, you know? Yeah. But anyways, uh, and then what don't I want them to do would be... I don't know. I don't want them to kill MJ. I like their kind of setup. You haven't watched them yet, um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts when when do. Yeah, I will soon. I have to watch them. I will have to watch them before... We go to the movie, so I will definitely be watching the other Holland ones. So they're that makes only... me think, what, they're going to kill MJ? That's what they're leading to? Well, so she is not Mary Jane. Her name is MJ. I don't know what her... I think they do say her name, but it's not Mary Jane. It's, it's something they just... Her friends call her MJ. Um, they show her fall off a thing, like in the trailer, you know, and she's falling and he's reaching for her. But I think they'll have him save her because... <laughs> Yeah, what that, kind of stupid shit is that? They're, are they trying to co- make her combine yeah, like, her with Emma Frost? No, with Emma Gwen, Stone? Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, shit. I hope that I don't hope they do that. And you know, now we know that he's going to be in these movies, so there's going to be more films. So I was, I'm glad. I was, I was hoping they weren't going to be like, now he goes to another universe so that he can be in his Sony films. Um, yeah. Because I like Tom Holland. Um, I think he's got a future, and they cast him young on purpose, right? They want to have. Like an actual guy that looks young, because you know, even Andrew Garfield did not look like he was in high school. He definitely looked younger than Toby. But I mean, God, I watched part of Spider-Man One the other day, and <laughs> I love that. I love that movie. I love the first two Spider-Man films a lot. But man, I never was a Toby Maguire, Peter Parker fan. He, I felt like he looked like nerdy Peter Parker, but you know, Peter's supposed to like kind of be less nerdy later, and he just never. Yeah. <laughs> he never gets there and he's just like he has that trembly lip cry that he does a lot and just yeah just watery eyes and i like toby Maguire as an actor but he also looks a hot 50 years old in those fucking <laughs> movies he's like hello fellow students i am also a high schooler yeah he is pretty boy he is and you see old like kid. you see him having to drop his high school kid off first <laughs> and like all right get out here <laughs> yeah he's oh he's man bad. um Pizza what else? Time. A pizza time. Um, what else would I like not to see? <laughs> I think too many villains works in a multiverse film, but I think they need to focus, you know, focus on one masterminding it. You know, maybe they've, maybe they do Doc Ock. He's masterminding, like getting them together to survive. Right? They don't want because he says, Strange says they all die in their universe to their universe is Spider Man. Um, so we do see Electro, which is Jamie Foxx. We see Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock. We see the Green Goblin's costume, which is the Willem Dafoe, and I believe we hear his voice. But there's also 
what looks to be a James Franco glider, uh, you know, Green Goblin, which could also be Dane DeHaan, you know, from Amazing Spider-Man 2. But, um, you know, I, I could do without the second Green Goblin. Honestly, they could wipe that off the face of the earth, Harry Osborn being Green Goblin, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Because um, I'd rather the drama be that, you know, Harry knows that Peter killed his dad, you know, and how they reconcile that, which... You know, obviously, is why in at least the first film he turns into, you know, or the first set of films, he turns into Green Goblin. But like, I'd rather be like, you're a piece of shit, you know, like, yeah, and not understand whatever. But, uh, and then we already know they're gonna leave it open ended. I don't know that it's going to be like a cliffhanger, like an end game or Infinity War to end game, but they'll le- definitely, I think, be leaving it open in some means for Spider Man to continue on. Yeah, they'll definitely leave it so that they can make more movies and just be like a hopeful end where it's like kind of I think the story will close and then it will just like, you know, we'll get that weird right before the credits. There'll be like something on a newspaper or like, oh, look at this. Well, and we know the multiverse is going to be problematic. It's going to be the next Thanos, I believe, is the multiversal you know, situation because Wanda is trying to get her kids back. And so she's yeah. going to be scrubbing the multiverse to find her children. And that's why Doctor Strange is called the Multiverse of Madness. And then um, the uh, Ant-Man 3 is something multiverse 2, I believe. It's like multiverse mania or... No, it's called quantum mania, which is, I think, going to be quantum realm stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's a couple of theories out there that there's a possibility that uh, this multiverse shit is going to open up and we're going to see, like we're going to see mutants like the X. Yes. Type shit. I believe this is how we're going to get X-Men in here. It's the obvious means to, to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we'll sorry. I sneezed. Casting. Uh, last question is from Claire. Good friend of mine. Uh, pancakes or waffles? I'll let you go first. Um, it depends, but man, it depends, dude. With no utensils, waffles, utensils, pancakes. But I mean, I was a waffle kid growing up, but pancakes are pretty good. But I think I'm going to have to go waffles. I am pancakes nine out of ten times, but I love a waffle too. Yeah, I'm like split down the middle. If I'm home, waffles. If I'm at a, like, I order pancakes though, if I'm at like a breakfast place. Here's how I would look at it Do I want like bacon? then that's pancakes like bacon and eggs pancakes do i just want to eat some one thing it's a waffle because a waffle is always by itself you ever notice that yeah it's rare that they're like the trifecta a waffle two eggs and it's like no you just get a waffle yeah if it's like a full rounded breakfast and you have pancakes eggs bacon all that shit also depends on the restaurant yeah cracker barrel pancakes every day yeah and yeah but yeah but i like a, i like a waffle in yeah that's no hate on waffles they're they're bomb too <laughs> so Fuck yeah, yeah all right cool so that'll be the episode i don't even know what i'm gonna name this episode what do you what do you think <sighs> i don't even fucking know man um i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know that because this is like uh, we'll just call it off the rails returns or something you know like just whatever because it doesn't need to be yeah, whatever. Back yeah. at it or some shit. Yeah. Um, but cool. Um, yeah, you know where to find us. Also, we will. I, I, let me. I'll throw a spoiler out there. Y'all will see it soon. We got some art done. 
Oh yeah, baby. We got some art done. So we'll have some new emotes um utilizing this new art and mm-hmm. some shirts and some logo changes. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's pretty neat. I think our um, podcast logo will probably stay the same, but we can change out some like our Facebook stuff. You know, we'll, we should we should update and refresh. You know. Yeah, we got we we got something cool done. We like it, so I'm looking forward to being able to share that, and to finally be able to have something, uh, some shirts and stuff. So, so we know some of you nerds want to wear a shirt, and I'm, we're very excited for that. Yeah, so, we are. It's gonna be neat. So be on the lookout. It's already done. We're not yeah. like getting it done. It's finished, so we just need to figure out how to slap it on some t-shirts, and then um. And it's very exciting. I'm very excited for it, honestly. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. It looks amazing. So get ready. Um, but yeah, Fuck yeah. We will see you either in a week or two weeks. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back when we have something to talk about, basically. We want to keep it so that we make sure we are engaged. That's, I think, yeah, that's... my biggest focus. Yeah. Um, yeah, instead of like forcing it, if we have nothing to talk about or something. But I'm sure we'll have something to talk about. I know Game Awards is happening, even though who cares? Yeah, I know. Um but also, you guys remember always just write in nerdsthepodcast.com. Uh, write in whatever the fuck you want. You want us to talk about something? Let us know if you have any questions. Nerd podcast on Instagram. And everywhere uh, else, we are nerds the podcast. Where? I said everywhere else, we are nerds oh, the podcast. Everywhere else, it's nerds the podcast. And yeah, we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves, guys. <laughs>